Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Thanks to Factor for supporting our show. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com slash core50 and use the code core50 to get 50% off. What the hell has Magni actually been babbling about all these years? Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE 4, November 9th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and we are here to bring you the latest and greatest in video game discussion. Three friends hacking it out right in front of you, like going to one of them Japanese barbecue places where they toss the stuff in the air and like throw it in your mouth and stuff. It's like that, but with yeah, information a- and views, yeah. you know. Open up. Here comes a show. Yeah. You ever do one of those where you hibachi style and they toss meat in your mouth, Bo, where they're just like across? No, the- I, I haven't, had, haven't had my meat tossed. <laughs> oh, all right. Bit of an admission today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been to a Japanese restaurant, but I don't, not the meat tossing kind. You should. It's good. It's very good. It's stupid, but it's good. Like they kind I've of. I've been in the Yakuza series. <laughs> oh, that's true. You've seen the best of Japanese culture in the Yakuza yeah. series, including the newest game, which we'll talk about uh, in today's show. Before we get cranking too far, um, a little thing happened today. I'm going to play a clip. You guys can hear a little audio from this. Actually, I owe Bo for uh, for mentioning this. Can I find it? I think I can. Let's see. Hold on one second. Uh, here it is. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Let's see if this voice is familiar. Here you go. Right here. We are going to do a podcast that we're partnering with our good friend, Scott Johnson. Oh, who? what? That's true. So that was Greg Street. His new gig, uh, Fantastic Pixel Castle, is their new uh, AAA MMO dev studio uh, that they launched. And they did a big AMA the other day. Bo did a co-stream of it, which was super fun mm-hmm. to see a bunch of that. And um, they announced a bunch of things, talked about their plans, what they want to do. And part of it is they're going to do a monthly podcast. Uh, with me, <laughs> I'm going to host it. And <laughs> me, uh, the reason me, I'm hosting Scott it, Johnson. yeah, me, it's me from everyone. the clip. You, you, must, you might know me. Called, uh, the show is called, called Word on the Street. 
uh, you know, because of his name and everything. That was their idea. I like it. So, so I endorsed it. Um, but we are going to every week uh, sit down with at least it'll always be me and Greg. Not every week. Sorry. Every month. Uh, me, Greg, and then often other people in the team. So we might be Brian Holinka, who's their gameplay uh, design director, or we may have Candace Thomas on, who is the content design director, or some of the programmer people, or you know, different people around the uh, the organization. We'll sit down and we'll have very big, transparent discussions about the building of that game, player feedback, well before you even see the thing. Like they're going to talk about what are our classes? Do we think AI is worth using to build this thing? All these kind of questions that everybody always asks. Yeah, they loved that question. Yeah, they ate that up. They were into it. Uh, they they nailed that question, and also I nailed that question the day before because I answered <laughs> basically everything that guy said. Oh, you did nice. Yeah, yeah, on stream. But um, the uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations. This is a huge project. Yeah, it's exciting. It's I've been holding on to the news uh, for a little too long. It's been like two months and knowing about it, and now finally I can talk about it. So thank you. That's well, you know, nice. there's been no BlizzCons. They haven't been calling you for Q and A. Blizzard, but you're f- dropping the ball, and Street <laughs> picked up the ball, and uh, I think. No one better to pick up your balls. That's big thing. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't want anyone yeah. grabbing my balls. Yeah, we'll it home. yeah um, but, but I'll but, take. You know, Greg. it's. Uh, I think I, I was stoked to hear about it. This is amazing, particularly because there are very few examples of somebody trying to do what he does, which is to have the transparent community connection beforehand on not an indie studio, like following the indie model. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to be a part of it. I think that's pretty awesome. Thank you. Know, you. I think. Yeah, we start 14th, I guess. Uh, what's that, next t- next Tuesday? Uh, forget. Whatever it is. It's soon. Um, and and that'll be our first one. It is one. next Tuesday. It is next Tuesday. Um, I'm in front of a device that will allow me to see what date. <laughs> It'll let you see dates and, and times yeah. and things. That's fantastic. I was able to pull that up for you. Is John, John, John your producer? Yeah. I put, I uh, I put 10 points in tech, so uh, I was able to get that on the fly for you pretty quick. Not wow. super quick. Yeah, it's pretty fast though. Point talent, but I'm impressed. Um, yeah, it'll be good, and we're going to do it live. It'll be at noon my time, Mountain Time, so eleven Pacific. Um, and we'll live stream them, and then keep vods and stuff. But it'll also be a podcast. You can find all this, by the way, at frogpants.com/street uh, for the podcast part of it. If you want to go to fantasticpixelcastle.com, they'll also have links to everything there, and. Uh, it's all very exciting. I'm, I'm stoked. It's kind of a chance for Greg to do the thing he was always doing without permission, right? Like he was always butting up. <laughs> he was always butting up against PR, Blizzard, and Riot because he yeah. just says stuff. Like he just wants to get out and go, look, we screwed up. So here's what we did to fix it. Or this is why we have this class design. Or this is, and they weren't always popular opinions. Sometimes they were controversial. But the point was, as he used to put it, he was sort of off the leash and it would get him in trouble, but players really appreciated it. And I think that will be true here. They still do. I would say, I would even say Metzen's a good example of the, the difference between some of the presenters sounding like uh, they're they're talking to their employers versus actually trying to hype a crowd. Yeah. You can see, you can see when someone is approaching things that way. And um, I'm stoked yeah. for this, for him and for you and for us. Since maybe we can get access to a friends <laughs> yeah. and family alpha, that's right, on core and help support the game and its development yeah, the, in a meaningful question way. Question number one for Greg Street: Does he know that there are three, <laughs> three hosts on the show? <laughs> yeah. Three, Greg. 
He's probably listening to that. Podcast episode one, be like, Greg, how many how many hosts are there on core? Yeah, <laughs> I've never I've never been under friends and family alpha. It's like my make a wish. If I was a make a wish, oh, we I should. Uh, we will absolutely do that, and that means we'll get earlier access to stuff. It also means your feedback would be super valuable. Well, that's um, good. I have lots I've of never been shy right with feedback. No, um, no, you don't hold out. back. Turns, turns out. out I have a lot of feedback and a high willingness. John, to talk don't about get it. banned from the friends and family alpha. John. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bo's. This is Bo's make a wish. I'm always respectful. Yeah. Depending on where you draw the line. Yeah. Where? How do you define respect? John's right yeah. there. He's right there. Um, yeah. So anyway, more on that as we get there. But if you want to go get uh, subbed up early, the RSS feed is there. I'm still waiting on. Apple, Google, and everybody else and their dog to, to approve the listing. But as soon as they do, those will all be there. But it, it'll be free and nothing weird tied to it. You don't have to do anything crazy I hope or special. It goes well. There's there's nothing quite like it. And I know, but I've, I I know of one example that is, I think you're even gonna you're doing Craig and you Greg Greg not Craig Greg Craig <laughs> and you are doing. I know I have trouble with Craig and Craig. It's I'm not right. trying to insult anybody. I know that. So I know some of them take it quite personally. So yeah. Um, Greg, uh, the, uh, it's weird uh, when people want their name pronounced the way it is. It's just a rough one because both exist and both are readily, you know, there's lots of them out there, you know, sure. they're like weeds. They're everywhere. Greg's Greg, and Craig's Greg. like weeds. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I hope it goes well because I think, um, I think that kind of thing, there, there is a pathway where that's very successful. I've seen Warframe do it. I've followed Warframe a long time. They're pretty mm. good with their community. I yeah. just think can work very well. And um, no offense to Digital Extremes or anything like that, but Greg's kind of a big deal. He's off the chain, and this could be really huge. Like, it could be really huge. I hope that, and the way they describe the actual game sounds, you know, awesome, but it's early. So, you know. Yeah. You don't take these things as promises. They're just the direction they're steering their boat. Yeah, and they're uh, letting you in on the conversation. And they're, they're it's, it's a lot of my favorite stuff. He he, he name dropped Planescape. Oh, he loves Planescape. And yeah. yeah, and that's good. Like that. So you know, it kind of sounds like World of Warcraft meets Roblox meets Valheim. Yep, is, is what I'm what I picked up from. Yeah, they got some ideas. I mean, that, uh, Roblox in a way, but not. More in a creative way and less Not in the a, way that where you don't want to play it. The way that <laughs> <laughs> not in the ways where it looks like a piece of shit video right. game. Oops, sorry. Not in the know. way where a bunch of parents just now went, ugh. I uh, know, right? <laughs> no, but in the way that, you know, sure, it's just a many worlds that have to be pasted back together. And that's to me like a Roblox thing is like that. It's like a bunch of yeah. worlds with different rules. The idea that you could set your own game rules in your own private shard or your shard for your community. Mm-hmm. versus going out into the static world and doing it. It sounded awesome. I hope yeah. they meet, they achieve all of their goals. They got some neat and ideas. I, that AMA, by that stream that you watched is up on uh, their site now as well. The VOD is. So if you guys, anyone at home missed it and want to catch up on yeah. it, you can watch it as well. It's and, really uh, good. You know, I, I hope they do. I hope they build it out. Like it, Again, the one, only one company I can think of did it this way, which, which was Warframe, which is just like, they're not going to launch. Mm-hmm. They want to launch sooner rather than later. So it's going to, they're gonna. They might launch with just like, you know, a quarter of the game, but give it ten years, and it'll be a ton of game, and it'll it'll be unmatched. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I wonder if that's the direction they're going. Like that's just what it seems to me. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's a good model to yeah. compare it to. And also, uh, we hear nothing. This is this is the difference. So when you have ex Blizzard people, 
and most of this company is ex Blizzard or Riot people. There are a few others scattered in from Ensemble and some others Greg have known over the years, but mostly it's from that. Those PR environments are very closed down, very tight lipped. And mm-hmm. what we've seen from all other all these other spin out studios that came out of Blizzard, Morheim Studio, they announce it, we've heard nothing. Pardo, Rob Pardo goes out, does his thing. What's that called? Bonfire? Nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. been going on forever and nothing, like years now, nothing. Um, oh, normally, yeah. you just don't hear shit. And, and this is different. This is like, whoa, we're not just going to hear about it. We're going to hear about it fast and on the regular. And the monthly is only for now until if it, if it ends up needing more than we will down the road. But we're starting with monthly because that sounds like the right cadence for when milestones are reached or stuff can be talked about, you know, that sort of thing. But they don't want to have these aren't going to be shows where it's just like, well, we're making a game and we're not quite ready to talk about. They're not doing that. They're like, no, no, we're building classes. In fact, we're going to tell you the name of the three classes we've chosen already. There's going to be a rat catcher in the game. (laughs) Yeah, they were talking about. I mean, it was hard to say where the joke started and where they were serious in some of that. But um, I did like it that Brian Holinka thought that a flamingo was a swan. That made me laugh pretty hard. Oh, was he staring at a swan? Yeah, it was. A, well, no, he was stari- no, he was staring at a flamingo when he said, "I have a swan in my vision." Yeah, he's like, "There's a swan right here in front of me," and I'm like, "Greg," uh, or I'm like, "Brian, that's a freaking that's a that's a flamingo. It's pink. He's bent over. He's got the little curved nose. Like, like you I know, gotta, a- you got You're making a video game. You don't have time for birds. <laughs> you know, he comes from WoW as a background, and let me tell you, WoW not always right with its animals. No. But they do have okay. the Arakoa style not races. As, not as bad as Final Fantasy, though, where you see a freaking T-Rex and it's like a scale chicken. Yeah, like, scale chicken. What is this? Yeah. Why Why did you name it this? What are they doing over there? Oh, that reminds me. Um, oh, and someone asked in the chat, will the show also end up on the Frog Pants mega feed, which I still run and every show, like tonight's show, will be on there as well. It's like a single feed for all Frog Pants shows. Yes, it'll be on there as well. We have weird, there's nothing exclusive or weird about any of this. They want it to be as far and wide as possible. So expect to be able to find this uh, this word on the street show wherever you go. All right? All right. All right. And the, uh, by the way, I was perusing the job section of the show. Yeah. Saw that there's a community manager opening, and we know a pretty good one. Yeah. So if Lash is your listening. And yeah, her, she'd be so awesome, dude. Holy crap, I didn't you think about that. I would toss her. I mean, she. I think she has. She's working somewhere currently, so you know. But eh, oh, she'd be. I don't good. even know if she still listens because you know, hero's days are over. But uh, maybe drop her a DM or something. It's also a fully remote studio, so even right. though they were all together for this thing up in Montreal, that's where that was being filmed. I had first thought they were was, in Montreal. Yeah, they were up in Canada. They went I up live there. in Canada. Can I go drive <laughs> to this place and do well, like I can be your on the site, man? I mean, they're not stationed there because they're a remote studio, so everybody works from wherever. Uh, Greg's Greg yeah. now lives in Texas. Yeah, uh, but they got a home base of some kind in Montreal. Like, I why, don't think why are that, they all in Montreal? Palatial <laughs> estate with too many candles has is a thing they own. No, 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 no. But they they. They okay, I'm, what I'm asking, in their brains, Montreal is a place that seems reasonable to go as part of the business for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know why they went to Montreal. Okay, I think I they know. went up there because NetEase, who is a big part of the backing on this, has offices there, I think. So I think okay. that's why. I could be wrong. I wasn't actually pretty Oh, the that. Diablo Immortal guys? Uh, no. Different, well, 
NetEase is the same. Yeah, same parent company, but totally different offices. Like the Jeff. It's fine. I just know I've talked a lot of shit about their video games, but maybe they'll still let me in. Oh, the and they'll, and that's saying. the other thing. There's a, <laughs> there's like, an, I've, if they got a big picture of his face up there, don't let this guy in. He didn't like to. I'm just saying, if they got an on location thing and you're like, I need some shots for um, something, and, you know, I'm just saying, I live in Ottawa. It's a two hour train ride. Is that all? It's not bad. I take a field trip out to Montreal. Like Montreal is the easiest place for me to get to out of all the cities that aren't Ottawa. So, um, you know, well, even if, it's a, uh, if, if you want to, if you want to do like a game show thing, and it's like you need a Vanna White on, on their end to to do things. Oh my gosh! Know, you and your freaking heroes hoodie and a pair of shorts, cargos. With your hair out and glorious, turning letters. Oh, shit. I got to lose some weight. I'm going to look so dumpy if I go do things. Oh, but like. that's what we want, though. We want you. We want Trubo. That's what we want. Anyways, I'm just saying, I'm in the net. If they're in, in Kanekistan, um, then, you know, I, I live there. Yeah. Well, Montreal's easy. Toronto, five hours. Eh. Montreal, mm. though? <laughs> some people were actually, they thought we were serious that there was ghost beef on the show because Greg oh, did that thing on Twitter. They thought that well, was a serious reply. I don't like those guys when he said that he was kidding, yeah. but some people missed that part. And so all since this announcement, I've gotten a number of emails to come to me that just saying, Hey, so I thought you guys were on the outs because of that stuff you're saying. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know how we were that. Were we no, that subtle Greg, about that? Greg doesn't like us because I stalked him at nerd tech. <laughs> <laughs> that's right 2017 never forget john was his yeah. shadow the entire yeah. time in that yeah. elevator too many elevator rides in too short a time it'll it'll creep anybody that's, that's how they get we're, we're at the scale now where people don't have the full context on things because they there's a lot of people listening to the show maybe you dip in and out one or two episodes sometimes and sure they miss the overall things miss things and make assumptions well nope you don't want to miss feedback about my BlizzCon commentary. All I know is you don't want to miss uh, this thing. I think it'll be a really fun look at how games are made. So if that sausage interests people, uh, it'll be a good time. So check it I out. I think it's awesome. And again, how do you congratulations. feel about sausage people? Yeah. How do you Get like sausage? There. You like sausage? Now I want to know about the other Johnson. The other if Johnson. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm counting correctly, there were two Johnsons pulled, right? This is Johnson. Oh, one. yeah. There's another one that's I can't talk about yet. Yeah, I know. I, I keep an eye on the Johnsons. So getting, many Johnsons. I keep getting told. All like, in due time. I still can't. They don't let me say stuff in some of these cases, which is funny because the whole thing is about transparency. And the truth is, if I'd have said something, they wouldn't have been mad. Well, there's I, still you know, a reason to keep things under wraps. You know, it's fine. Like it, yeah. Transparency I, doesn't mean uh, you need to know everything <laughs> at all times. <laughs> What's yeah. your bank account number, Greg? Yeah. I thought you were being transparent about gaming. I I need to go buy something. I just didn't want those guys to not have their head of steam for their day, you know, their announcement and everything. I would have yeah, felt bad big, if I had It's a big day and it would, yeah, it would take the wind out of their sails. Yeah. So Joe um, in the chat says it was an accidental Johnson. There you go. Um, uh, speaking of fully revealed Johnsons, I also want to congratulate you on shipping Dungeon Murder. Oh, yeah. Dungeon Murder out the door in people's hands. I hope people are enjoying it. Um, some haven't quite got theirs yet, but they're all on their way. And, um, there have been updates on the Kickstarter to let people know who's getting them and when. For those who didn't do that, it will be available in the store once everyone's been fulfilled. We just want to make sure the supporters all got their thing. But so far, people really enjoying it, which makes me very happy. Yeah. Looks awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, you guys have decks coming, by the way. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. I will play it, and uh, I'll try to get people to play it like live on stream or something. Oh, you totally should. You should get Crofton and Zippyhead over there to do it. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike. <laughs> I've got a whole crew that I just immediately am like, play this game and, and we do yeah, it. Yeah, you could do it immediately. So, uh, yeah, watch for that. I just have to wait for all the ones to go out. Then I have extra decks and then I have friends I want to get them to. And then and then we'll put them on the store. And that's that's amazing. I'm extra excited now. Oh, well, good. Um, and Canada, hopefully, will be nice with customs and everything and not make you wait for it or do anything weird because they're weird. Oh, I'm sure I'll get it in, you know, February. Yeah. It's fine. See you next year. Uh, All right, let us dive directly into our main topic today. This is going to be way fun. The reason it'll be fun is because we got a little help on this, actually. So I want to give I want to give a shout out to Greg Hanshaw. He's a listener of the show. Who uh, Greg? Greg. Greg, Another Greg. Jeez. Um, He reached out. They're everywhere, man. I know they're everywhere. You look. Uh, He reached out and sent me some some files of our predictions for BlizzCon, which happened since we last spoke. We did live opener stuff for BlizzCon. So we kind of know what things came true, what things didn't. But I don't know that we were super focused on what we had said versus what actually happened. And he was. So I got a bunch of clips of us making predictions. And then we can see if we were right or wrong. Now, I've not previewed any of these because I don't want to be spoiled. So for example, one is classic WoW John. John's his idea of what he thinks classic is going to be or a comment about it or whatever that yeah. we now know the answer to. And so this is, this should be fun. So we're going to start with an overall one, a four second clip from John called BlizzCon John, which should be your nickname. Let's just call you yeah, that. Yeah. Basically I'm synonymous with BlizzCon. Yeah. That's everyone thinks of BlizzCon. They think of you, uh, bad security and barf in the Hilton. Uh, so here's what the, what a pair to be yeah. labeled right next to. Yeah, it's a hell of a group. So here it is. This is uh, the first one about BlizzCon in general, I think. Here we go. My predictions for BlizzCon this year, I feel like I set that bar on the floor. Okay. S- do you still feel like, did did your bar on the floor, was it, it did anything exceed its level of bar? Because that's the idea, the bar. Where's the bar? Right. Did it go yeah. over the bar, under the bar? You had it on the floor. Did it go over or did it stay equal or I think or I put the bar on the floor and I think in some ways it actually managed to not clear it, which was surprising because I didn't think I... I didn't think I put too much emphasis on anything, um, but I, I do feel like some areas uh, met expectations. I think some areas were lower, but I think WoW greatly exceeded it. So okay. I would say overall, I think the bar got cleared. All right. Did I, did, sorry, was that just about hardcore WoW or was it about WoW? What just about the, just about BlizzCon in general. That was oh, like an okay. overall. Yeah, that was BlizzCon okay. in general. Oh. Overall feeling about the show right. was that I, I put the bar on the floor. I didn't feel like I had lifted it yeah. too high for them to clear. Right. So you think they cleared it based on your prediction? They kind of like tripped. Bar on the floor? Maybe they tripped and- over it. Maybe their foot touched it, but they cleared the bar. Uh, I think, you know, I think Overwatch was exactly what I thought it would be. I thought yeah. Diablo <laughs> was disappointing, and I thought WoW was surprising. So okay. I, I feel right, like... Do we respond now, or do we wait? Well, let's, let's, let's wait until the specific ones, because that one's kind of big. That was like big overall. Let's get uh, yeah. in the weeds here with you and Bo together. Or Bo, Bo and John together making this prediction about Heroes of the Storm. Here you go. Any heroes mentions at all? Mm, no. If it's going on, only if it's going to Game Pass, which is like, a, or Steam, which is like 50 50. So we didn't get anything on that. 
Like, yeah, nothing. well, we nailed it. So it's sad yeah, news, but high it. five yourself for being right. You know, <laughs> do you have a like, ding sound? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I do actually. We could either a do a successful prediction on both our parts, even if a little mm. bit sad. Yeah. And John, John was a successful one in the first instance, too, right? Cleared the bar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would all say, yeah. I think well, it I, I don't know. In general, like where my bar was very specific. I know you can where, get into what the you leads, expected. But. Do you guys think it was better than what you expected? Right, and I think that it was my ultimately were so low. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was all because you, like you said, the bar on the floor. I I think ultimately it exceeded my expectations, but it took till the end, which was seemed to be by design. Right, like there's a reason yeah. they didn't have Wow up front and center. And Chris do his thing up front and center. They saved, literally, they saved the best for last, and that redeemed it for me. I think Overall. it was. I think it's just War, World of Warcraft exceeded expectations. I would not credit anything else with exceeding any expectations. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. For me, Di- I mean, John, you mentioned Diablo disappointed. Diablo just kind of equaled what I was thinking. It was about what I thought. It was just like I, I thought it was going to be more because I, you know, I I've been paying attention to Diablo. I want to like Diablo more than I do. I follow a lot of the devs, and there was a lot of talk about, oh, wait till BlizzCon, wait till BlizzCon. Can't wait to show you what we're doing at BlizzCon. And we hear these stories from um, devs. Greg, a great example of this, but there's plenty others, um, where they talk about, man, it's a reminder. BlizzCon's always a reminder to me that... uh, You know, somebody coming in last minute and going, oh, we're canceling your presentation or we're not going to show this. Oh, we're not going to do that. You know, last minute, somebody steps in and axes your plans. And we've heard about that from multiple people that have had a history or are in Blizzard. And Diablo, to me, reeks of something got axed before they got on that stage because they were talking it up on Twitter like, there was going to be some big, even in their little dev blogs, they were like, just wait for, for BlizzCon, just wait for BlizzCon. And then it hit. And I feel like we got within a week or so of BlizzCon and all of a sudden it died down. It got real quiet. And then it got there and they told us almost nothing. Um, and especially in light of, so there was some leaks that came out because of uh, Diablo being on Steam. Somebody got access to some test files on Steam. They found what the expansion was going to be. They found what the new class was going to be. And that all came out about a week before uh, BlizzCon or some amount of days before BlizzCon. And they actually would go on to say less about Diablo 4 than what these leaks (laughs) revealed. And I think that that just looks really bad. They barely talked about Season 3 at all. They barely talked about the expansion. And there was a lot of like... Hey guys, we're going to do a new class. It could be anything. We decided to do a new class. And you're mm. like, great, what is it? Mm. Nothing. I'm not going to tell and you. And then next question, I was like, what are you guys doing? Mm. Like, seeing the expansion was cool, but like, there was no information with it. Like, there, it was. It was all a pretty picture with no meat behind it. And it yeah. felt like they intended for there to be meat behind it, that just somebody told them no. That's my that's my conspiracy theory. Yeah. If you know, let me know if I'm right. But I have a weird conspiracy theory that they wanted to say more and something got shut down before I'm, they got. There's on a page. history of this with them. And there was a pregnant pause of sorts where everyone thought that Diablo 4 would be announced in 2018. And we found out later. I can't remember through what how we found out, but they they intended 
that was supposed to be the one where they announced four. Immortal would also get announced, but have a lesser, you know, would be like, oh, and also this mobile thing. Yeah. And that was the plan, which really should have been the plan. It would have helped him. It would have helped Immortal immensely and changed that whole dynamic um, at the very least of just making it not seem like such a slap in the face. It would have just been an afterthought and the right kind of afterthought. But so, so we know they do this geek is that year. I know for a fact was to cover for an announcement they were going to make and they didn't. So, so this does happen. I don't think you're wrong. I think that's fair. I think you get a ding. I, I, have, a count, I have a, I have a counterpoint to that. Go I'll, counterpoint. I'll make brief. Go for it. Um, I will. We need to credit the Diablo four team for being out there pretty much every two weeks to every month. Like yeah. when I was seeing this and I had the same reaction as you, John, like watching the panel and stuff, like we saw the same thing, but I'm like, they're going to be out on YouTube in two weeks doing another fireside chat. So, so like, it's not a BlizzCon big deal. Like I, I almost think like I got to look at it. And I'm like, BlizzCon doesn't even matter to Diablo because of any team I've ever seen. They're doing a good job of being out there with the community and doing it like not just three weeks of, Oh yeah, we're doing this thing. And then nothing they've been consistent in their discussion. So I feel like in two weeks I'll find out whatever I didn't know. This, yeah. I, this I mean, I agree, but you've, if you're going to have a grand platform, I think you should try and put something on I mean, that sure. grand platform. I, yeah, sure. So. I agree, but I just know that they're going to, I'm, I'm just like, whatever I have, there's so much information. Uh, great. Save it for two weeks. If you're not ready, I don't, right. Care. I don't think that this is what I'm saying. I don't think is like, Oh, Diablo's bad. Um, no, no, that's not I, that but I think as far as like a BlizzCon presentation goes, I think it was disappointing. No, you're right. They hyped it up, and then it was a, how much they, they up, talked it up. Yeah. yeah, they hyped up a nothing burger for sure. But and it's probably like you said, something got canceled or who knows. But yeah, that's okay. Uh, that's part of the process, I suppose. They'll hear about it. They'll have stuff to say in a few weeks or something. I'm I wonder sure. if the confirmation yeah. of of the acquisition messed with their timeline of announcements or something, or if could it could be. I don't know how or why. Just some something about that ring for me when when it made, was made official, and it wasn't that long ago. It was just right before what two. Maybe weeks it's before? a good thing because now Codex Codex out. Yeah, well, and, it will be in January. There's the news but, yeah. that you know. I think I don't know if they're formally splitting, but Microsoft's gonna get the boot off of Activision's boot off of Blizzard's neck is sort of yeah. What I've been hearing in the rumor mill, or maybe that was officially I think confirmed. He, even, he uh, even said something in an interview. He's Phil like, said that he wanted Blizzard to go back to operating more how they had in the past as an independent studio. Yeah. So Phil is more likely to recognize what makes Blizzard great and maybe sees the same things as some of us, one would hope. Yeah. And uh, wants the studio to be successful and has had proven to treat other companies, Microsoft's proven to treat other companies that way. So that's great. Which means maybe the change of plans is a good thing. Maybe they're like, "Oh, sweet, we don't have to do all the things Bobby approved." <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe let's just change the thing. Maybe, maybe it's like the good version of this and not the bad version. You sure. know what I mean? Sure, I mean, sure. it could be, and it could be maybe they also internally expected Diablo Four to be have a very different perception. Like word has been very good for season two. Like people are generally pretty positive about yeah, it. Maybe yeah. they thought they would still be doing damage control. And maybe there were some things in there that were 
they were like, oh, we don't need to do this right now. So, yeah, it, it you know, it, it could be for a lot of reasons. It could be good or bad, but ultimately mm-hmm. it doesn't change what the presentation. Yeah, so, I, you get a you get a point for that, I think. So you, do you give it over the bar or hit the bar in the for, with the four? For Diablo 4, uh, under the bar. Under the um, bar. I was expecting <laughs> oh, a lot. Oh, subterranean <laughs> bar, actually. No, it's not harsh. I played Diablo 4 you're, this week. It's you're, fine. You're but allowed, Diablo you're 4 to have was it. hyped gonna, up and was I'm, disappointing. It goes I'm not going to talk you out of your opinion. Just my reaction yeah. is, you know, whoa, you're hardcore. Like, you know. <laughs> you're hardcore, John. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, they're not damn. bad people. It's just I my no, expectations no, were high and they standards. were under it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I get it. Now here's now here's an interesting one. You brought up Phil Spencer. Let's see where we landed on this. This was Bo and I having an interaction about that last week. Here's that. Uh, Do we think Phil Spencer shows up? Uh, maybe he could be a nice yes. little pop. The he guest already out. showed up for a speech, so I'm guessing he's going to show up too. I'll bet he shows up show in video up. form and not there live. Well, I was oh. wrong. Holy shit, was I wrong? So I'll just give that a big old fart. There we go. Bo, you get it. <laughs> Bo was right, though. He yeah, you were right. Um, I actually really liked that he was there. I was I was prepared to be annoyed by it. Um, and Wait, I, I was wasn't. annoyed by it. And he brought up so StarCraft, which I thought was great because no one else he's talked about only, StarCraft. He's the only one who did. He's yeah. the only one who remembered. He's the only one. So points in my book for, for, uh, for Phil doing that. I thought that was fine. And it seems like they actually have. I, I'll say this about Yabara real quick. Uh, this is the first time any of us have really heard him physically, I think. Uh, Mikey Barr is just a dude. Orally. Yeah, like the first time I feel like he's gotten up and does done stuff on, you know, that I've yeah. heard him speak or whatever. And I, I thought he seemed genuinely stoked about this new stuff. Like he seemed like almost relieved. He got a little emotional. You know, I, I don't know. I bought into that. Whether it was genuine or not, people want to give me shit for it. I don't care. I thought that seemed nice. And he seems like an yeah. okay I mean, guy. People yeah. said I was mean about the BlizzCon presentation. Mean? You weren't mean. How are you I mean? I got a few tweets about it's, how... It, like, don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I guess, in retrospect, it's like it came off that way. But I remember feeling it was... I remember feeling irritated during the... The opening presentation was really rough for me, you know? Yeah. It was a lot of that old uh, gaming marketing speech until we got to Metzen and Holly. Yeah. Like it, it was very rough. I don't know. It was, was a, nice it was a lot I mean, of, we know that the games are nothing without the player. It was yeah, a lot of that. Exactly. It was yeah. a lot of that. I, and I'm I like, think that's oh, why boy. I liked the tearing up because like it was a moment where it didn't feel that way. Did he like, tear up? A little bit. He got a little choked. He did, oh, yeah. yeah. He took a, he took a pause and yeah. like, I, 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 I like that. that. I, like we are getting better as people in general of recognizing corporate bullshit. Like I can't tell you how much I cringed every time uh, someone on a Diablo panel went, "Our dark story, yeah. our darkest Diablo story, the dark Diablo story we're telling." That reeks to me of someone <laughs> at PR going, "Make sure you tell them the story's dark." we'll figure it out we'll play the story we'll tell you if it's dark (laughs) like somebody go back through that opening and and all the times they talk about diablo 4 and listen to how they throw the word dark in front of the story literally every time they bring it up i hate it i hate it so much this is a good idea for some kind of core intern go find that video and just make a super cut of all the darks i would love that 
our darkest Diablo story ever. We're going to tell you this new chapter in our dark Diablo story. Oh, it just bugs me. Like it can be true, but the fact that you're doing it just bothers me. Like I, I'm not, I'm not that dumb. I can tell that you're doing it. Maybe they all just use that word a ton at work and they're always talking about dark and it was just pounded into them in the pre Ferguson days. You don't think Uh, so? uh, (laughs) Nope. Somebody told them it was in the notes. I like Ferguson rolling out there going, look at my necro tattoo. That was a high point for me. I like that guy. He seems like a, he seems like a fuzzy, happy guy to hang around to me. I could be wrong. He's got gears of war blood. So who knows what that means? Um, <laughs> he likes cookies, uh, but uh, I think he got in big trouble because one of the fireside chats, they were trying to be professional, but he just bought this crinkly box of cookies and was making tons of noise and just like chowing on cookies and awesome. keep, kept bringing up cookies. That's awesome. I, yeah, I haven't seen him bring cookies. I think he got talked to. He got talked to. <laughs> he got, he got, he got Greg streeted, oh, but, but about cookies instead of game balance. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm like, I like that guy. I don't know. There's, there's I like him too. Guy he like. just seems like a, seems like a guy I wouldn't mind sharing a couch with. He just seems nice. Uh, all right. Here's John talking about cataclysm possibilities oh, no. for for oh, classic. No. So here, let's hear what that sounded like right here. I don't think the majority of people want classic cataclysm. They seem to be pretty stoked about classic cataclysm. People got real high. Uh, high they up don't know they're, what they're is going on there. with people. Cataclysm. This they're stoked to be there. Like, you got to knock ten points off of everyone at BlizzCon. <laughs> this is absolutely. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. The sudden backtrack on Cataclysm is absolutely insane. Cataclysm's the reason we started asking for classic. Mm. It's why we did it. Yeah. We were like, we want the old world back. You, you really wrecked it, Blizzard. You literally cataclysmed us. Like, what if we went back to how it used to be? It's the dividing line. Like, I look, people are excited. And look, the video that um that was made, that was shown. I can't, is his name Hurricane? It's a Hurricane. I, I think creator's that's, name. Yeah. The guy who, the guy who did the, the video for uh, Cataclysm, it's amazing. It made me think I liked Cataclysm more than I did. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, hell yeah, Cataclysm. Yeah. Like, um, but like, I really, and it, it literally opened, like when she announced it, she said, we pulled people to see what they wanted Here's Cataclysm, which certainly implies that the majority of no, people wanted it. That, no, I don't know no, if that, that's, that's factually true. That's Chatsy. You think so? Um, I, put money, I put money to that. It's just boilerplate stuff. And I, I'll say that because the presentation for Classic Plus in the opening ceremony did not match the deep dive panel. Like they, That presentation was for the C-suite. It mm. was not – it did not depict things accurately very much well okay. based on what you in, saw from the in plus, my opinion after you I, after you saw the deep dive separate. of the plus panel what did what, what did you what you nobody take cares on? about cataclysm everyone cares about right. season of discovery like season no, of discovery no is massively cool mm. like like that's the crazy thing is i went oh season of discovery like it sounded like one thing during the opening and then you watch the deep dive on it and you're like Hell yes, season of discovery. I am on the verge of resubbing to WoW, no, and I I'm will playing, tell you one of I'm, the biggest pushes for me yeah. is season of discovery. I'm playing. What they're season doing of with discovery. that is so cool. Yeah, like yeah. I, I. 
Here's what I'll say. I'm going to guarantee that I play Season of Discovery. Oh, my Lord. I don't know if I'm going to resub and play retail. I don't know if I'm going to play hardcore. I will 100% play Season of Discovery. Because in my life, I've covered World of Warcraft in some form or another since the game came out, almost. And I have said the word tanking rogue. More times than I can count in the history of that. I remember Tanking these Road yeah. finally coming into existence in Season of Discovery. How do I not play it? Yeah. How do I stand up on my little soapbox and bang a drum? Oh, you're excited then, about Tanking Road? Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. Hell yes. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm like, I got to do it. I feel obligated to do it, but I am excited. Like obligated implies that I'm not excited. I am excited yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I look, take my, my sound effect, please, Scott, for my wrong prediction. Go yeah. ahead. And okay. You mean this one here, this one here. Okay. Yep, give me my horn of failure. <laughs> okay. But I still think that that prediction was spot on accurate. <laughs> All right. I'll give you a little bit of both then. That's fair. Um, <laughs> That's what I believe in my heart. Oh, yeah, classic, it's, classic plus is so exciting. Yeah, it sounded really cool uh, after learning more about it. They, but it felt like it hardly got touched on in the opener. But maybe that's because it's a yeah. long thing to talk about. You can't just do it in five minutes, I like, guess. I don't know where we insert this into, and I kind of already said it, the opening ceremony mostly sucked. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. It left, except for Metzen. Metzen accepted. I think Holly was great, too. Yeah, she was great. Um, but those two aside, the rest of the presentation was ass butt bunch. And <laughs> I got dragged on it for, for uh, on socials because I think my attitude reflected. I was bored. At one point, I'm just like, I'm so bored. Yeah. It wasn't great. Watching all the panels, like, except for Overwatch. And I didn't really watch the Hearthstone panel. But the the WoW panels were yeah. A+. Plus, yeah. Like a complete reversal. Like it's good. almost like... You'd, you'd have done better just to skip the opening ceremony on this one, except to see Metzen, obviously, yeah. and, and Holly, which I like. It's a well. really redemptive thing that happened at the end there for the, because now I have, I have more positive feelings about the entire opener because of the last part of the opener. Had well, yeah, they not the attack had that, of the clones, Jew. Yeah, they did. They had Yoda come out with a lightsaber, <laughs> flip around Count Dooku for a while, and you went, this was a fantastic film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I think there's something to that. They really, really did it. Um, funny story, though. I told these guys about it, and, I, and I'm told I can say it now. Um, I texted Metzen before the, the thing. I said, good luck, Godspeed, all that. He says, no worries, I'm excited, blah, blah, blah. He does the thing. I gave him about a half an hour, 45 minutes after I sent him another message. I said, I'm sure you're getting swamped and you got a million things to do, but I just want you to know that was awesome. We loved it. You killed it, dude. Nice job. He wrote back, says, I'm already home. This is how you do BlizzCon. You go in, you do, you go up on stage, you say your shit, you get in the car and you go home with your wife and you hang out with your kid. I'm like, you had to yeah. work through lunch. You yeah. had to work through lunch, Scott. I know. I'm going home and get, get lunch. <laughs> this is why, this is why. Uh, though I've only encountered him once and I was too surprised because he came out of nowhere. I didn't say anything. This is why I feel a kindred spirit with Chris Metzen. He's there. He did it. And he was like, peace. I got family things to do. I don't need to be a part of the social gathering (laughs) elements of this. I'm just, I'm going to go home. I'm going to build a transformers model or something. I'm like, 
hell yes yeah like it's the, great. the only difference is i don't i don't live there so i would be going back to the hotel and eating yeah you'd be yeah you'd be eating pizza and watching triple uh, r on food network that's how you do it yeah uh, let's move on to this one. Um, this is Diablo four, Bo and Scott. I don't know what we said here, so let's find out. Diablo four is the easiest category to predict in here. Yeah. They're going to tease an expansion and show off a new season thing and talk about all the changes and sweet stuff they've done to it. Yeah. Right. It'll be it, fine. It, there's more changes. Like they're real excited. They've been, they've been pulling a Johnson on that stuff. Okay. So kind of yes and no on that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was about one third. Correct. Yeah. I mean the the Johnson polling, they didn't deliver on, right? We talked about that. Right. They they did as they did as minimal as possible to make our prediction correct. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they might have said a fact about the expansion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. That feels didn't. right. We scooched in on that one. That that one doesn't. That one's not great. I'm not giving that a buzz or a ding. It's more of a kind of all right, fine, whatever. It worked fine. How it's about like this kind one? Of fart that doesn't make a sound but stinks really bad. Here's a John Bow Overwatch uh, thing, thing that happened. Here's oh, my genuine prediction for Overwatch because I don't follow the game. I'm not that interested. So, I I do think that there will be a you know a new season or hero. Maybe those go hand in hand. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, new season, but new hero, I, new map. I do I'll, think here's here's where I will plant a flag on something specific and it. not necessarily safe. They are going to show something and they are going to talk about it as if they are bringing PVE to Overwatch and it will 100% not be PVE in Overwatch. Okay, they didn't really do that. I am so glad I was wrong about this prediction. Yeah. Like, I here's the thing. I feel like... You know, I said as far as like, did they clear the bar? I was neutral on Overwatch. I think Overwatch is exactly what it should have been. And I know a lot of people were bored by it and a lot of people weren't hyped about it. But I think that's what Overwatch is right now. Overwatch is a game for people who play Overwatch. Or, I think you know, if you right, play over I think it, I think <laughs> if you play Overwatch, seeing a new hero that looks cool, to be fair. I think the new hero looks great. Yeah. I think yeah, I think awesome. like that's what you want. And you don't, if you're still playing Overwatch and you're still in, you don't want empty promises trying to win all these people back. The whole reason sure. PVE got canceled was to cater to the people that were playing the game so they could focus on that game. And that is exactly what they did at BlizzCon. They didn't pretend like Overwatch was a game that it isn't or a game that it's not going to be. Like anybody that went there going, maybe they'll talk about that's asking for a game that it is just not going to be not overwatch two, like maybe one day as, as a different game or an offshoot, or if they decide to put a three after it, like maybe, but overwatch two, they planted their flag. They took their lumps for it and they stuck by it. And as a result, like, while it wasn't for me, I think overwatch was exactly what overwatch needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think it was fine. And I really like Aaron Keller. So I said that on the stream. I'll say it again. The guy's super nice. I think it kind of sucks that he has to do his job through the thick weeds that are there. It's not all his fault. It's not his fault at all. Um, these no. are weird decisions. I don't know where they came from, but Aaron's doing the best he can. And I like that guy, but yeah, we got, we got exactly kind of what we thought we were going to get. Yeah. I, I mean, for people that feel Burned by the game. Like, I'm with you. I don't like Overwatch 2. I've not been shy about it. But they made it pretty clear what Overwatch 2 is and what Overwatch 2 isn't going to be. 
And I feel like what they talked about was exactly in line with that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to fault them for, you know, not pretending to be something they aren't. Sure. We got to weigh in on the K-pop too. Have you guys heard the, the song? No. Um, no. So I missed all of that somehow. I don't know how I haven't caught up or heard any of it, but I have not heard anything with the Seraphim stuff. Has I didn't Tom hear the song. You a review? He did. He really liked it, but he's a giant fan, so we knew he would. He almost didn't get in there. He got there. There was a, a some mix up with where you parked versus where you got your tickets. It was like a big mess. He almost they almost wouldn't let him in. It was weird. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He would have been. He would have been. Pulling. I mean, I've was only... seen Tom wrestle, and I wouldn't want to be between him and his K-pop if they told him. No. What's? I wouldn't want to be between Eileen and the K-pop. She's the one that'll tear your head off. But um, they yeah, got say, the end the of the song is like good. I've heard the song. It's good. There's a whole music video featuring like the ladies of Overwatch, mm. Mm. and um, it's good. But it's not a great anthem. Was it a like song? A of, all, was it already a song, or was it a song written specifically for Overwatch? I I'm I don't I think it's written with Overwatch in mind, but mm. I don't know. Okay. I I actually <laughs> don't know. When you hear it, it sounds like a typical kind of summer jam. Like I'm like, is this hyping people for Overwatch? Like it's great and all. It's no shade on on the song, but it's kind of a. To me, it's a brand mismatch. Like, they made them watch all the cinematics and then point to which song they had that reminded them of the cinematics they just watched. Yeah, it's. I, I'm just thinking, one. like, do the Overwatch players are they listening to this getting hyped to play the like? Probably I think not. if you're making a like a song for your game, you're trying to make it hype. Like, I think Spider Man Across the Multiverse had that like it was a Kendrick Lamar song or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the it was a good song for the movie, and also you just listen to it, and you're like, man, this gets me pumped for Spider Man. And this yeah. song, this song seems, I've I've listened to a lot of K-pop. There's a wide range, and this was like, a, I'm I'm going out with my girlies on Friday night. I don't care what you say. And I'm like, um. <laughs> Well, they like just didn't say Overwatch going out was like, actually staying in and going out in the video game world. Yeah, of I mean, Hanna, this is my bias, but it'd be more like I'm staying in, shitting in a frying pan, and <laughs> playing Overwatch all night. Like, I don't, I, I just, I feel like there's, I feel like it was just, it's not a good theme for Overwatch, and mm. it kind of was like, oh, that's sort of unfortunate. People um, like the performance uh, overall, though. It seemed to get good, good marks. It's a good song. They're talented. No, sh- nothing about that. I just mean from a brand perspective, it's not a. Gr- it wasn't a great anthem. Yeah. I don't think. I don't. I think it. I don't think it didn't fit. Tom. Tom get, did get to walk around the um, the space. Although by then they're starting to shut stuff down at the end of that thing, so he didn't get to see everything kind of in its full glory. But he said it was everything seemed a little compressed like it's just different this year obviously not there's no giant esports for starcraft and hots and you know even overwatch at the level it used to be so it was just arranged differently he said that all felt a little bit weird my nephew did not like it at all he went he was there on on site and well no he just hated the he just thought the whole con was trouble um oh really yeah he didn't like so he's fine with the opening ceremonies and all that stuff he didn't like the changes I think he just he's a huge esports nerd. He loves that crap. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Pretty understandable why he wouldn't be on board with it. Yeah. yeah. Blizzard's been shitting on esports. I mean, I even watched Artosis video today where he was just like he's become one real salty dude <laughs> when it comes to just, yeah. when it comes to Blizzard and esports uh, cuz they've really 
Apparently, StarCraft One is still thriving in Korea right now. Oh yeah, Actually, they love yeah, their Brood still, War, man. There are multiple uh, players making. Uh, he was saying over like thirty k a month or something like that to play StarCraft One. I'm like, jeez, god damn! Like, <laughs> you know, I want to move to Korea. Yeah, let's do it. StarCraft. Let's get some StarCraft One on. I want to live in a world where esports pros and are paid and supported by games. Anyways, whatever. But uh, yes. He was actually saying Microsoft's acquisition might be good because they support Age of Empires with prize money pretty well. So Phil yeah, yeah. saying StarCraft might actually have a little more ballast behind it apart from a new game, but actual tournaments and stuff again. Yep, that would be good. Yeah, also worth noting, because it's not in the news, but we can mention it here, they also officially shuttered the Overwatch League. Oh, yeah, it's done, right? Oh, as of yeah, as of today, yeah, uh, after post BlizzCon, yeah. yeah, and uh, they said they're going to be replacing it with something, but extremely vague on what it was. Going well, to. we know what that means. We were around <laughs> yeah, yeah going to be replacing it with you figure it out. Yeah, and Hearthstone's seen it happen too. Yeah, I think what yeah that'll end up if anything happens, it'll be organic. You'll just have you know leagues pop up and and that's fine. Sometimes that's better. Sometimes like it's better. I, like just to be honest. I know it's not popular to to say like oh, it's okay that Blizz, Blizzard's getting out of this. Um, I miss it too, but like honestly, a lot of the things that the grassroots organizations do is better than what Blizzard did. Um, and there's more passion for it. There's more interest for it. And I think in a way, Blizzard participating in it it draws focus away from those other organizations because mm-hmm. it's like oh well, I want to watch the official thing without realizing that like. There's a vastly superior product being done by other people. So right. it's okay. Blizzard, Blizzard's out and Frost Giants in. We got Stormgate. Oh, yeah. yeah. When is it in shape? How, how people like it? Is that a playable alpha or beta or anything yet? They had, they invited a bunch of uh, like professionals uh, in a early access thing, like closed. Yeah. And early impressions are good. They're serious about being making the StarCraft killer. It looks StarCrafty as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe slightly too much i don't it's know if like, hurt well them. there's starcraft one which is hugely popular there's starcraft two uh and, and a company that owns the starcraft franchise it's sitting on its hands forever and takes forever to do anything so yeah small studio come in eat their lunch yeah league of legends style let's go um here's something i said about master chief let's see what that was i don't remember the master chief loves you kiss my ass bye okay that wasn't really a prediction but that was the thing I said. <laughs> yeah there you go um what was the other one? Oh, this is what i said about closing we'll tune in tomorrow find out how wrong we are about all this oh that's just a, another clip boy some of these are just clips let's see uh john on rumble i do think that they're going to try and lump some general warcraft news together so that they can talk about arc light rumble without getting like monstrous booze they did okay on the booze front they didn't get booze but it was definitely quiet yeah you know like the the, the <clears throat> quiet was deafening i i would take this as a wrong prediction i thought it would get a mention they actually gave it stage time uh which was awkward it certainly didn't help the opening because uh, people were sitting on their hands for i like to me it's weird because i don't follow hearthstone very closely so when nobody was reacting to hearthstone that seemed weird to me because to me like not that i play it but like how do you like Bo's point? How do you go wrong with a JPEG fight? Like just it just keeps doing what it's doing. And maybe that's the problem. It's been doing what it's doing for so long. But like it was weirdly quiet for Hearthstone. It was weirdly quiet for uh Arclight Rumble. Um, all those things, just you know, people sitting on their hands and they they gave it time, which 
it was awkward to watch, but uh, I will say kudos to the, um, I don't remember her name cause I don't, I didn't write it down. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, Cor- but uh, the, was that her name who did the hearthstone? Yeah. Um, yeah she I thought great. she, I thought she was a great presenter. For yeah, that. I did too. She was um, a, she was a highlight so, for sure. Like that. I felt extra bad then. Cause it's like, Oh, here's somebody doing a fantastic job and everybody's being really quiet about it. Yeah. And uh, while my friends are playing, everybody I know is playing Rumble, which I thought wasn't going to, I don't know. I didn't expect it to be pretty. Better friends, Scott. I I did try it. I played a bunch of it. Um, (laughs) I'm playing just campaign stuff. I haven't done any PVP. Um, Yeah, you don't have to do any PVP. It's just a, it's optional. It's fun. It's got a, um, it's definitely, it's Clash Royale with a bunch of twists. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, you know. My my feeling that I would feel the same feeling I used to feel when I played Clash Royale is it's almost identical to the gameplay. You just you drag dudes out when you have enough quote unquote mana or whatever it is, gold, I guess. And um you pop them out and you decide which lane to put them in because you want to double up on this one and on this one you want a little guy to go mine gold and get a little more gold so maybe you can afford more dudes. And it's just the 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 grind of that is very familiar, but they really polished it. It plays really well. The campaign hasn't had me even remotely asking if I should spend money, so so it's been fine. It's fine. It's fine for what it is. I think John should try it just so he could say he tried it. That's all. Nah, just one time. One game. One game. He's he's a a warrior of conscience. Game. Fine. I don't need. I don't need to play it. It's fine. My life will go on just fine without it. Yeah, he logs into Fortnite, buys skins and pieces out, so probably he shouldn't play it. That's a good point. (laughs) Sylvanas is in the game. it costs money mm. or you can, well, there's no room in my guild, but you can earn it via guild points, but then you'll be playing all the time trying to earn guild points. Yeah. No, Blizzard saved me from happy. having to buy everything with Sylvanas <laughs> on it by just ruining the characters. So, are, you know, they cured my uh, addiction right up. Yeah. They hooked yeah, Shockwave you up. filled the Sylvanas shaped hole in your life. I think. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It's you know, cool purple character. Uh, yeah, I just replaced exactly. one cool purple character for another. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. They do have stuff in common. They're both purple. Yeah. They're, they're both the like. They're kind of the enigmatic leader. Like, yeah, yeah. not that Sylvanas was very they're logic focused, out, but like that, sure. like victory at any cost. Because like Sylvanas, her plan in like Vanilla WoW was like Magneto from the X Benton movie, where it was like, well, everybody hates the undead, but if everybody's undead, they can't hate us because they're all it. So just make everybody undead, we'll be fine. Like that sort of like weird logic. Uh, I like, and that's sort of, you know, that's where Shockwave operates. So, yeah, they're they're yeah. my people. Yeah. The only other thing I would say about the opener that uh, we haven't really covered, and that is that there was literally zero said about that survival game anywhere in this event that I'm aware of. Nothing. Yeah, that was the major flub of the whole thing. It seemed and weird to me. I, I thought there'd be at least a mention of like, well, and we've got some more other, you know, we have our other games brewing or some kind of some something. I predicted it. You can give me the ding. Give me a ding. All right. Let's give you a ding. You all continue. I, I predicted that it would be mentioned. It seems so stupid not to have brought it up. They made no, such a big deal ding. out I of it. They, I said they wouldn't. Oh, you said they wouldn't. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought I you meant wouldn't. I thought you meant get no. dinged. Okay, I said sorry. They absolutely would not talk about it. I thought you all were crazy for thinking they would. Um, you were right because I also thought they would. And I think it's insane. They were hyping the shit out of that thing. We got job postings. But they were. They just did job postings and showed some art, and they're like, like they know that 
we they know we watch their job postings. So they're like, all right, well, people are going to know. So it let's for once just get out there and show some art and be like, yeah, we're making a survival game. But like, I didn't even acknowledge its existence. That's I think it, like even if they, you know, I mean, I'm kind of have a chip on my shoulder because I didn't even say the words heroes or storm at all. The yeah. entire convention. Those are banned words for <laughs> yeah. the presenters. Yeah. yeah there were some and weird omissions. Yeah. And I think it sucks. Like this is, you know, again, the opposite of what Greg street's doing that they're just like, Let's pretend we, we didn't announce a game four years ago. At like, won't that be fun? Isn't that the right thing to do? <laughs> Let's pretend we don't say, already like, have. These by the way, games. we got a survival game. Nothing new to show you, but let me tell you, I played it last night, and it's awesome. Yeah, like yeah. that's all you gotta say. To tell people you're working on things. What the hell is wrong with your brain? Yeah, sorry. It makes do you me think mad. they get like flashbacks of Titan whenever they think about talking about yeah, something? Yeah, I early? do. I do think that. I think Titan like was a real all stinger. those years of Titan. Oh, yeah. oh man, who also was that? Games. <laughs> who was the? I feel confident. I think he was like. I don't want to necessarily throw somebody too far under the bus, but I'm pretty sure it's safe to make fun of this guy. Throw them I think really it, far. I think it came out, out that this guy was maybe not a great guy. But who was the Blizzard guy? Do you remember? Uh, it was one of the more lackluster years of BlizzCon, and on night two. Some Blizzard employee came out and said, we're going to give you a sneak preview of Titan. And everybody blew up excited. And then they proceeded to show a bunch of photoshopped uh, like Activision joke pictures. Oh, I remember this. Who was that? That I don't, I don't, again, I don't want to like throw somebody super far under the bus by saying, I'm pretty sure he was one of those bad people that we, that we hear about, but I'm pretty sure that that was a person that is okay to be like, what a dick move that was. That wasn't smart. That wasn't cool. That wasn't great. I mean, it was pretty well known. It was not Ian. It was not Ian. It wasn't Ian. No, no, no. Some guy who's been gone for a while. I mean, when Titan was being worked on, Jeff Kaplan ran that team and he was hidden away. Uh, and yeah, it wasn't Jeff Kaplan. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't any of those people. This was some guy. I don't think he even had a job like necessarily on the team. But I, that for me will always be one of the biggest BlizzCon blunders I ever saw. Was acting like you were going to show Titan. I'm, he may not have said Titan, but I think he said, "Do you want to see what's coming next from Blizzard?" Yeah, and then started showing a bunch of jokes where they like photoshopped WoW characters on Call of Duty boxes. I remember that. Yeah, that was dumb. And I, and everybody had everybody knew well anyone in the know knew that Titan was a thing that was happening and nobody had made an official announcement yet and so we were all kind of anticipating something so he was just being a troll for sure yeah. that's trolly as hell you shouldn't shouldn't be allowed to do that at Blizzard it was not a good decision well I don't think he was with the company much longer so no. it might, might have been a real bad decision he got McCreed out of there man he's gone I, I, although I like you I don't want to put him too far under that bus. Because I don't. Because I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'd have to go look it up. Somebody will find out who it was and tell us if it's okay to be like he's real bad. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, all right. Well, we 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 did okay, guys. And I and I think well, we're going to talk more about it uh, later when we talk about the games themselves. But we should probably spend a little time talking about the Metzen bit. Um, I thought it was really good. It was enough to get me to play eight and a half hours or something. Wow, since the event. And I subbed or resubbed and played almost immediately. And I had no plans to do that going into this. I and, bought the war within. And part of it, oh, you did, you pre-ordered. I'm I yeah. didn't pre-order because I just figured it's a year. I don't know why I'm pre-ordering. It seems well, weird. I'm getting I, I'm getting a few months of game. Sorry. I don't know why that played. Go ahead. What? 
<laughs> I'm getting a free month of game time and access to Dragonflight if I want to play it. So I was like, oh, that's kind of worked to 60 but like Oh yeah. That, I think I'm paying so. half for the pre-order and then half for the current X pack if I want to play it and then That's a good deal. Yeah. I'd already time. bought that I'm so like, it's kind of worth. Yeah. Yeah, less sense for me cuz I already owned it. But the yeah. the game the thing that really drove me uh was overall just like a sense of like all right. Chris is back. Story's back. All this stuff is on track. The amazing uh, cinematic. All this stuff's really cool. And I really want that Emerald Dream content that came to Dragonflight. Um, that was the main motivator for me. So that's what I played. I played a ton of retail. I poked Bo while he was playing hardcore. Yeah. And said, hey, yeah. what's going on? You were about to hop what out. What if you had gotten Bo killed? He's like, <laughs> you were watching his stream and Bo's like, oh, Scott whispered me in a... I should reply. Yeah, Scarlet uh, Crusader well. jumped out of the bushes and shanked him. I get <laughs> safe before responding. I'm, I'm a professional. You are good at this. Yeah, but it but, was um, yeah, yeah. It was fun. I, I was. I, I listen. I'll talk about it later. But we're having a community day on Saturday. You guys are invited to some hardcore WoW. Just You're doing hardcore WoW on Saturday, like a whole. Uh, well, I'm streaming, so I'm. I think what I'm going to do is have Saturday hardcore WoW streams and. People in the community want to play. Uh, nice. I had a full team of stuff. We'll talk about it later, but you know, yeah. everyone's welcome. Skull Rock Saturday, three p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, Omega Nine in the chat says asking for a pre-order with nothing but the name of. Uh, sorry, with the expansion is a little sus. Was it? Wait, was that part say? Oh, name of an expansion. I don't think it's sus. Like if you didn't already have Dragonflight, it's a good deal. You're basically getting that game for free. There was a deep dive. Yeah. But I a little there was a ton of information about the expansion. Yeah, there's a lot war of bands. There. Yeah, war bands, all like, that stuff. But my point is like if you already have Dragonflight, you probably have enough information to not buy the expansion yet. Wait for it to come out. There's no point. But in Bo's case, it makes sense. Because the know. reason why I bought it, because it was actually you can't buy Dragonflight anymore. Right. And I did get kind of hyped on WoW. Like you have to understand that for all the people who didn't buy Dragonflight, I'm already subbed to WoW for classic. I get a free 30, ga- 30 days game time, mm-hmm. and then I get the expansion. At the current ex- I'm getting two games for the price of one. Yeah, like, that's I'm getting the access reason. Now, I went in to check my characters. I logged in, you know, looked around. I'm like, maybe I'll play some Dragonflight finally. So yeah. it was very, like, I did the, I did it in my head, and I'm like, and Metzen earned it, man. Like, mm-hmm. like what's, wrong with spe- what's wrong with pre-ordering together? Metzen earned it. Like, Metzen's back. He's involved in the project. Uh, we didn't talk about the most craziest part about it. They didn't announce an expansion. They announced three expansions. Yeah, they announced and a three arc I think, thing. It was crazy. I think the cadence might be like we're getting a new X pack every year, Destiny style. And I think, yeah, let's stop doing patches. Give me all my content day one. Let me play it when I want to play it, or and maybe I'll play it six months in. Like, and then all the other quality of life changes in the deep dive panel that Eon had that looked like it was like, finally we're doing some, like, I didn't hear a single thing that I was like, Ooh, that sounds rough. I'm like, Oh no, the game actually, <laughs> the game is desirable. Like to play like shared reputation and shit like that. Like I hate reputation, but it's what keeps me out every time they're like, okay. So if you earn rep on one character, you have it on all characters. Yeah. Awesome. I will play your game then. Like that maybe I'll do a few reputation bars. Like I, I I'm much more and that seems like they're looking to get rid of this archaic uh, MMO from two thousand one mentality, uh or two thousand four. For whatever. sure. Like, let that let that live and exist in classic, but let's get some quality of life stuff in the retail game. I totally agree with that. And I really like 
I already liked Dragonflight. I just had sort of done everything up to a point, and that's when I unsubbed. And it was it's an infinitely better expansion than the last two combined. It's really good, and the story's very interesting and good. And I can actually you can actually tell there's some Mets and stuff in there now because that stuff's coming to fruition now in the story and is it feels like lead up to this stuff he talked about on stage which it needs to do you know it needs to have some connective tissue um and i went into the emerald dream i didn't go in there until today because the patch day was a little rough there was a lot of problems um but now it all seems to be resolved and that place is awesome if you've all wanted to go into the emerald dream like for real and not just these little half-assed sort of raid scenarios and stuff it's a whole zone it's like this gigantic new bunch of place. That's do, the one that just dropped. Yeah, that's the one that just dropped. You can fly in there and with the new dragon. Yeah, we've been fly. hearing about that for like two decades. Uh, that, that was another thing that really um, kind of brought me into. I hope they deliver on it. But it was Metzen saying, "All right, uh, let's bring this. Let's land this turkey." Um, like we have all these storylines. It's time to like resolve things so that we can move on with our lives before you're all in old man diapers. Right. And I was like, oh, good. So we're, we're being promised resolution, which also means to me, wow, too. Okay, we're going to do we're gonna do the dance three more times. <laughs> and then, he, then he, you know, it's like, then we're going to have World of Warcraft for another 20 years. And I'm like, okay, maybe not a new engine. Maybe it's the same one, but we're full reset. When they see how good Classic Plus gets, they're going to say, like, we need a new baseline world to start from. It's Azeroth 200 years later, whatever it is. But let's like, yeah, let's wrap up the story and then let, uh, please never have Anduin be any, in anything ever again. <laughs> whatever. He's cool now, man. He's all rough and rugged. Yeah, and his his jacket's all him. dirty and he's a pissed. They did him. They did. They made him look great. Like the tech is awesome. And it, you know, when you see him tearing up, you want to tear up too. It was, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. But, uh, just, they there, keep bringing him in on well the there's some there's I'm some like, there's clearly some subtext there like he has two lines in the expansion i meant to cap those out and use them here but i forgot but it basically says um i have no light left in me after the things i've seen after the things i've done i mean that felt like that felt like a blizzard stand-in over the last five years of you know, Blizzard just kind of had some real shit happen over there. All the assault, uh, the uh, the harassment stuff, and just problems across the board, and losing people, and all this, all these issues. And it also felt like subtext for that's how Metzen was feeling before he left. And Thrall, all shiny, walking up, saying, "I trust you," is the Metzen coming back? I mean, I don't think he means to write these things into it, but I think maybe he does. I mean, um, there's probably that allegory, but they could have done it with a character other than Anduin. You just hate Anduin is the deal. He's not a fan. I'm sick of him. I'm done. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I, it didn't stop me from doing the expansion, but I'm just, I'm, I've had enough. I, I play Alliance a lot. You didn't have to endure him as much as I did. Oh, okay? that's true. Yeah. When he was a little kid yeah. and just a dopey little ear, like in Miss of Pandaria, love the expansion. Man, Anduin was an irritating little turd in that. He's always crying. He's yeah. always like, oh, man. <laughs> It works. War stuff is so hard. It's like, <laughs> shut up. We're going to fight. <laughs> like, just grow up there. Let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't mind. I like how he's mature. I didn't come here for, you know, emotional uh, sadness. I came here. For, well, I do like that stuff. But when you're doing heroic shit and dying, if they kill him off, though, it'd be great in an yeah. epic way. I'll support it. 
well, I, if it's if they do it, this would be the time. But anyway, it it was great. That cinematic was you know masterful as ever. Those guys are still best in class. Their animation team's insane. And uh, yeah, I think we. I mean, the the wow thing. I think we all just agree the wow thing elevated the rest of the opener uh, without much. You know, the wow that. thing really nailed. Like I said, the three expansions was crazy. Yeah. I, I was just like, "Are you sure you guys want to go down this road?" Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Yeah, it is but crazy. I like, I like your idea though. I feel it does feel like a plan for a reset, like a long, elongated plan, not for a reset, but for like a a way to transition to whatever's next, like truly next. What is yeah. the platform for the next twenty years? It isn't just more more sets of three. I don't think that's what this means. I think it means we're changing fundamentally what this game is. No, I think after this run, who knows if Metzen will be there. I, I sort of assume Metzen is in for this world source world soul saga. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the years to come, but it could mean that's his tenure. He shepherds the thing to bring it, bringing it home. Yeah. And then it's a uh, MCU phase four or five or whatever after a uh, quick note to chat. Omega nine seems to be confused about Chris's trajectory here. He quit. He was head of all franchise development at Blizzard, and he quit in 2016. 17? Whatever it was. Um, retired. Was done. Um, was asked back nine, ten months ago um, and agreed to come in if it was just a w- Warcraft focus. Wanted to be back in Warcraft mode, and that's it. Didn't want to have anything to do with anything else. And... That was the deal they made, so that's why he's back there. It wasn't a promotion. It was a, he left, he's back, which is why everyone freaked out. Yeah, but they did recently publicly announce that he was head of Warcraft, uh, like, yeah. story. He's just been doing that since 10 months ago, so it's, it just nobody knew about it until they made it official but yeah they i mean they i think they did it on purpose just to maximize the impact of like whoa really wow he's back and he's doing this like they made a huge deal out of it but that was literally the deal he made a year ago to come back at all and then that's he's that's still the deal that's who he is over there so anyway exciting times over at blizzard um yeah uh i'm wondering because we're almost two hours in we usually take a break after the games we played yeah you want to go I pee? To, I need to pee now. I need to lake run. Sorry. Pee now. Everyone, everyone loves, they want to know if I'm lake running or not. I don't know how many streamers or <laughs> podcasters have yeah. a fan base so concerned about when I'm taking a shit, but yeah. that's me. Yeah. But I, it, could we go pre? Yeah, because, of course. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. We're going to take our break. When we come back, we'll talk about our games that we played and everything else. We got all kinds of stuff planned today. So come on back. Go pee. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. Oh, Factor. You're my favorite. You guys, look, it's the holiday season. All right? I don't know if you noticed, but we're in it, man. We're in it to win it here. And uh, this holiday season, like right now, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. And there's going to be a bunch of them. Well, Factor's number one ready-to-eat meal service can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever you need. With chef prepared, dietitian approved, and ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holiday to dos, which there are plenty of. This November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. 
head to factormeals.com slash core50 and use the code core50 to get 50% off. If you're too busy with holiday plans to cook but want to make sure you're still eating well, well, I, duh, this is the way to do it. All right, with Factor, skip the extra time that it takes you to get to the grocery store, all that chopping, prepping, cleaning, ugh. and you still get the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. All you need to do is heat and enjoy. Need an extra boost to support your wellness goals and feel your best during the holidays? Well, try Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. Head to factormeals.com slash core50 and use the code core50 to get 50% off. That's core50. That's the code core50 at factormeals.com slash core50 to get 50% off. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We're going to talk about some games. Real quick, some breaking news. The the chat has informed us that... um, uh, Titan Quest 2 is coming out this year and on the very last day of the year, so the 31st of December, and it's coming out on consoles as well. Very exciting. That's a fun action RPG. I love the first one. Big fan. I'm glad they did it. We don't have enough games to play. No, so. not nearly enough. <laughs> I'm glad they squeezed one more in before the, yeah. end, the year ends. <laughs> Good job, guys. Uh, anyway, we're back. We're going to talk about the games we played, so let's do that right now. Nope, that's the wrong one. Where is it? All right, games we played. Um, we talked all this WoW stuff, so I just want to get this out of the way real quick. We started a, a core guild, and you might say, well, Scott, wait, didn't you already have AIE and like all the old instant stuff and everything? Yeah, that's still a thing. It's out there, and if you're already in that guild, great. You're good where you are if you want to be, whatever. Um, but a lot of listeners wanted to start seeing some some more activity happening in the listenership of core so we obliged and uh there is one now it's just called core it's on earthen ring and uh uh tanner helped me uh set up a bunch of that stuff so he's gonna also be someone who can help bring people into it but if you're interested we have a whole discord uh thread ded- dedicated to it in the uh, core discord go to frogpants.com slash discord and you'll get in and check that out uh and join up if you would like because we'd love to have you all right all right and again, like I say, if you're with AIE already and you're already doing your thing, you're good. This isn't some kind of weird like, we're jumping ship, shoot the captain. We're you know it's, it isn't, this isn't a mutiny. This is because that would be weird. That'd be me mutinying against my own ship because I started that guild. This is just like a little sub separate thing. All right, I'm over explaining it. I'll now stop. Mm-hmm. The more you say it's not a mutiny, the more it, <laughs> more it feels like, like a mutiny. Yeah, it really isn't. I promise. All right. Uh, we all played some Warcraft in one form or another. At least Bo and Scott did. I don't know about you, John. Did you play anything? Oh, you're almost maybe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I played mostly Dragonflight. I uh, did not play any classic or hardcore. Um, I, I was really, I'm really into the whole where they're at with retail. And I really wanted to see more of what was going on in the Emerald Dream, uh, which I did. And I think that place is awesome. The very first quest to go in there, I got a brand new Dragonflight mount just to go in there. That's cool. Um, it was just a nice little moment of like, hey, yeah, y'all are going to just send me in here and give me a new mount. That's cool. Thanks a lot, guys. So I did that and uh, played a ton. Played hours and hours and hours of it. Got in today. Played a bunch. Uh, played a bunch over the weekend. And I think Dragonflight is legitimately a good expansion. Um like in the end, at the end, if I'm to judge it, I'd probably 
I'd probably say I've enjoyed it of what I've played of it anyway, which is, you know, not a lot of end game, haven't done any rating. So that is one key difference compared to previous expansions that I've enjoyed, but I'd put this up there with Legion. I like it that much. I think it's pretty strong. And the fact that they're going to make all mounts have the dynamic flight flight model. Not all. I thought it was all no no? select amount. Okay. A lot of them, but you know, probably, probably organic mounts. I'm guessing like the, the flying disc thing. That doesn't make sense. They said it's in the triple digits. I believe is what Ian said. The number that it's going to be is in the triple digits. That's pretty good. A substantial amount, but it's not, um, it's not all. Okay. So those, the cloud and the disc and the, um, there's and that robot from Pandaria. Those probably. Aren't <laughs> I mean, gonna... I don't know. I don't know what ones they're going to be, but what? you know, just just to be clear, not every map. I just can't Hashtag imagine not every map having having played it. I just cannot imagine those working at all. So I'm sure they're not on the list. That'd just be too weird. Um, but that's exciting because I it, it is my preferred way to fly. I wish the whole game was like this. That's literally what they're going to do next year. So that's good. Um, well, they also said it would be toggleable. So if you want to just hover. It is something you will be able to enable. Oh, well, see, what I would do is I would just use one of the ship mounts that don't have the conversion, like the robot or whatever. And then I assume they can be pulled out. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Um, anyway, I played a ton, enjoyed the crap out of it. It's a grind I like returning to. Um, I think the story's really good. The cutscenes are amazing. Uh, they pulled out all the stops on that stuff right now. I think this this story is vastly better than the last two expansions combined, maybe even three expansions combined. And um, I'm driven to continue. So uh, that's been my time in there. Bo, how about you? What are you doing? Hardcore mostly? Um, Well, I played hardcore on Saturday and it's part of sort of, you know, I'm full time streaming in the short term. That's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm online a lot more. I'm streaming on Twitch. Saturdays are going to be hardcore WoW. There's a lot of people who like the hardcore WoW. So um, that's on Skull Rock. There's only two hardcore servers, so it's not, it's the one Asmongold isn't on, so it won't crash. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the guild invite system, just because I know we're doing guilds, there's a guild there too, but if I'm only playing Saturdays right now, maybe I'll play other days of the week, but I'm kind of making it like a Saturday thing. Um, so, you know, if you play on your own and die, don't expect a guild reinvite because nobody's logged in and... Well, you're out of the, you're not out of the guild. Uh, stay on as your ghost. Yeah. But reinvites are kind of hard. So I we still we're still figuring out a good system for guilds and hardcore because it's you know, <laughs> it's not per account. So you make a new character and you're out of the guild. Oh, I didn't um, realize that. So then getting yeah. re-added is a whole manual process. I didn't and think about that. I'm not. No, no. I'm not advocating for any solo self found. It's obviously the deadliest way to do it. I'm. I'm all about. It's a MMO teamwork game. Don't feel any bad about leveraging. It's still dangerous playing in a group. (laughs) So, but things are way, life is way easier uh, in a group. And it actually makes the whole world feel like a dungeon or a raid because it's like, I need to go out there with my team. Healer, keep an eye out. Don't wander too far away from the healer doing stuff. You know, it's like there's a coordination aspect to the entire game playing that way. So it's fun. So, and you know, if we want to get into a raid, I don't know how good the XP will be in progress. Um, or if we'll just break off into teams of five, you know, I'm just saying, I guess, don't expect, uh, uh, 
necessarily that it's depending on how many people show up. We had more than five. We had about 15 people, I think. And it's like, not everyone can be in the five man. So, you know, but, uh, we're doing that on Saturday. So if you're interested, come check that out. Cool. And, uh, and yeah, I think, um, I'm trying to wrap up Diablo and my other games because season of mastery is like two weeks. Yeah. So like John, I'm in, I'm going to play season of mastery. We'll have a guild in there. Um, we're going to raid some Black Fathom Deeps. I love that dungeon, so it's going to be interesting to see it raid form, and uh, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm probably going to go pretty hard on the classic WoW. Man, look at you. don't know if I'll get into Dragonflight, but I would like to. It'd be fun to do a dungeon or two as a, as a team if we're all playing. So, sure. You know, sure. Yeah. It's nice to get into the game of the stage and see how many, even just World Quest gear upgrades are available to me, because when I got out last, every, I'd maxed everything that I could without raiding. Um, and, and I did dungeons and stuff and got all that stuff, but now there's like world content that's a little better. So it's, oh, they it, keep it just feels, it yeah, time, they bump yeah. it up and it just feels good to like, oh, I'm progressing. I'm, there's no, and there's new dragonflight abilities that I can unlock and, uh, in each of the dragons and stuff and a whole bunch of new unlocks for the cosmetics and stuff. There's just, they've added a lot since I was in and in a kind of a short amount of time and it had been less than a year, I think. Um, and I think this is the last big patch, the last, uh, you know, before the next game. So uh, I'm not trying to rush through anything. I'm just kind of enjoying it. It's really cool. There's that whole, uh, I missed the entire underground cave zone. That's got a whole bunch of stuff in there I haven't done yet. And then this new Emerald Dream stuff's really cool. It's just a, it's in a great place right now. And it feels like it's in a great place to be prepared for all this new shit coming. So. See, with all this stuff happening, who's got time for Cataclysm? Right? Yeah, who's got time for that? Ain't nobody. John's right, though. That video was rad. Um, All right. All of us played Diablo 4 a little bit. Uh, I got to tell you guys real quick, I ended up buying the Steam version of Diablo 4. And you might say, Scott, what are you doing? You already owned it on uh, Battle.net. Why would you buy it again? Well, the answer is easy. I didn't buy it the first time. It was gifted to me. So I felt like I was probably due. Um, And I really wanted to play it natively on my Steam Deck. More news on that later. Um, but I wanted to play it without a bunch of hoops to jump through and, and just have it natively. And so I did. And it was simple using my uh, the cross-save stuff that I already had was no problem. So my seasonal character moved right over. Um, and it plays amazing on there. So I spent a lot of time last night. My elbows went to sleep. You guys ever have that before? <laughs> both, both this zone of my arm went completely asleep because I sat there with oh, that damn wow. steam deck for too long last night. It wasn't very Jeez. good, good, not a very great idea, but I had a lot of fun. And I do think that game is just overall a smoother, better, more fun feeling experience with the changes and the tweaks and the leveling now and everything else. I, I, I think it's great. I'm doing an ice build wizard, not wizard, uh, sorcerer. And that's just fun to free shit and shatter it. So that's what I'm doing nice. there. Nice. Uh, the end game at this point? Or? Not yet, really. I mean, I've done, I'm doing, I think he's maybe level 25. I'm still early. I didn't start right when the season hit. So um, I'm still wafting in the blizzard effect of BlizzCon. And that's what I got see, me to yeah, get so back get in. And just enjoy the game. <laughs> and yeah. to spend another 68 bucks on it. Um. They did put something in the store that pissed everybody off. There's a mount that's $64. Did you guys see that? Uh, <laughs> I missed that. It just looks like a normal-ass horse. It's the most boring-looking dumb horse. Let's see if I can find it. Um, 60 f- 
Is it in there now or is it rotated it's out? It's in there. I saw it yesterday. Um, no, they rotate every 12 hours. So oh, maybe it's gone then. Let's see. Uh, I'll log in and have a look. I'm trying to find the news on this so I can tell you for real. Oh, here it is. Diablo players, Diablo players angry that there is a $65 horse armor bundle. 7,800 of the, of the, whatever the fake currency is. I forget what they call it. Um, it's called I mean, Father's Judgment is the name of it. And it's uh, 64 oh, bucks. I think I've seen that's, that, yeah. That's what you get when you use your dad's credit card to buy the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you want to incur some Father's Judgment? Dollars? I got a great idea for you. Go buy this stupid horse. Um, yeah, it's uh, people weren't excited about that because that's expensive. Hang on. I mean, that's just like now. it's almost predatory, this. expensive. Not, it's not predatory because I, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, it's a shame. Like the one thing I say every time I look at things is in the store, I'm like, too bad these aren't obtainable in game. They have yeah. great rewards to go after. But uh, sorry, it's called oh, fathers. Yeah, fathers. There's, there's a there's a whole series of armors of. Yeah, it's a bundle, but it's just too expensive. I'm not spending sixty four bucks on in game cosmetics ever. On, in any no, game, I don't care what it Blizzard is. Blizzard is oh, vastly overpriced. That's the wow. Eighty-seven dollars fifty-nine cents. Yeah, that's Canadian. Canadian. It's bad. It's too much, John. You're right. They've overpriced it, and they should not. Wait a not- second. Wait a second. You get seven thousand eight hundred platinum no. and the horse. No, that's it's what the it horse. costs. The, the pl- oh, I see. Right, you spend the no, sixty-four no, you're bucks. You're buying currency and getting a horse, like right. with the bundle. It's not a. Yeah. It's actually not. Yeah, you get. I currency mean, people who it. just want the horse are probably maybe they don't need the seventy-eight hundred platinum or like what the WTF. But you're not spending that much money on a horse. It's not even that good. No, it's a boring horse. It's a lame horse. It has some wispy again particle effects and wisps. Uh, people are suckers for those. I'm one I of them. I think they're still trying to figure it out. Again, I heard from a friend who got a survey that was extraordinarily weird and all about pricing in the store. Um, I I think they I think they're trying to figure it out. I think they need to. Like, I feel like Diablo Four could be raking in money. Uh, maybe they are. I mean, that's the the truth is I don't know. But I do know that I'm the kind of person that would throw money at Diablo 4, but they have overpriced everything for what it is. Um, it's not even like a principal thing. Like, if I like a game, I have no problem, like, investing into it. I've spent way more than just my sub fee on World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, it is a case of, like, every time I've ever seen anything on the Diablo store that I've been even remotely interested in, um, it is about... 60% more money than I would be willing to pay mm. for the thing. Yeah. So like battle pass they, they got to awesome, figure though. it out. Yeah. Like, the battle pass is all right, I think, but the, the, the other stuff, but in there, I still consider like, that's the other thing is, uh, you know, when I say that, like they're not putting enough cosmetics in the game without a paywall in front of it, I would count anything that's in the battle passes behind a paywall too. Mm. until sure. the day where you can earn enough currency in the battle pass to pay for the next battle pass. Um, I consider it a paywall. So that what Fortnite um, does. Fortnite does something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. You, if you, as long as you don't spend those V bucks on other things, if you save what you earn from the battle pass, you can buy the next one. Mm. So yeah. you, you know the the thing is, it is like let's call it what it is. They know you're probably not going to hold on to those V bucks, yeah. and you're going to end up having to pay for it anyway. 
But if you've got the willpower, if you're not going to spend that money, then yes, the you can buy the battle pass once and not have to buy it again. Yeah, I also think the unlocks in the basic battle pass, which you still get if you don't pay for it, it just skips some of the stuff. I, some of those are okay, but they're not nearly as good as the stuff you pay for. So yeah, it is a balance, and I understand why they would start on the expensive side first. You don't want to start. It doesn't. You don't want it to go the other way. Then you really piss people off. But if you can, if you can drop down, people like that, right? So always go high, and then you can scale back, and people won't be pissed at you if you scale back. One thing I will say though, they they added new um, backpack pets, and they're awesome. Do you like that white bear for the uh, barbarian? Yes, yeah. that bear is adorable. It's pretty cute. They're amazing. I just wish you know they weren't so. Ex- they're pretty. Ex- like John's right. They're pretty expensive. Yeah. It's pricey business, man, this stuff. I'm not sure I like it. Um, I used to say you got to cut Blizzard prices in half to find out what a thing's actually worth, but I do. I think that number has changed. I really think that like it's, it's maybe like 60%, maybe even like, you know, two-thirds too expensive. Mm-hmm. Like at the, there's been inflation on how much they've inflated their prices. So, yeah. I just it's just too high. Like, you know, I'd if it was a couple bucks to get a new rogue armor, like a buck or two, I I would consider if I was playing Diablo 4 regularly as well, I would almost get, you know, whatever came out. Because yeah. I like having a lot of armors. Putting together a cool look for my character is important to me. But I'm not gonna spend twenty dollars to do that. No. Uh what'd you end up doing in Diablo this week? You played some? Um I played so, it. Yeah. I played it to I played to level eight. Yeah, that's bad. that's <laughs> bad for I you. You're like you're like oh, <laughs> like, you know? level eight. That's so, incredible. It's ten yep. minutes, eight minutes, something like that, and you're like, I'm out. Yep. I don't want to do I this. I got anymore. in. I I got <laughs> bit by a bat. I <laughs> went to a place where there were vampires. I wasn't sure what I should be doing there. Uh, I got some vampiric ability armor. I went all right, cool, and uh, then I <laughs> didn't feel the drive to get back in. Really? I'll tell you, it was uh, what I wanted was I just wanted kind of an idle game, and Diablo is always really great for this, like just something to kind of, you know, zone out to and just sort of play. So I I reinstalled Diablo 2 Resurrected because mm. uh, I think that the superior game at the oh moment. Oh my gosh! Um, I don't know if I can handle of, this. Okay, keep going. In Sorry, terms of how it looks, but mechanically, there is one thing um, that I don't like about it. They have obviously put some like modernization into that game. Yeah. There is no reason. Like I can assign abilities to like, you know, the number keys or I always do because I played so much heroes, Q W E R. Yeah, I did that too. Um but in Diablo 2, when you shortcut a key to a skill, what you do is pressing it doesn't activate the ability, it just moves it to your right click. And I don't want to get used to that. Mm. Like, I don't like it. I could get used to it and I could work around it and I could play the game without it, but I don't like it. And because I don't like it, I always go, man, this game looks better. This game, I love the the universe. I love the story. I know what I'm doing in this game. I like the classes a lot better. I like the skill trees. I'm so excited to play this. And then I get my first ability where I have to, like, switch what's going to the right mouse button click and i go oh i don't like how this works if there's a way around it let me know um i don't know but 
like because you can do like a row of skills or whatever, but it's just you can weird do two rows when of you, skills. You when can you press the do... button, it just pops down to the right mouse button. That's you can so actually do more than the the six buttons they give you in three and four. You can do I think up to eight or ten or something. Yeah, you like can that. do a lot. Do I just don't love how it's executed on mm. um, in the game. If they fix that, I would a hundred percent play Diablo two over three mean. over four. Like it's it's just it's a very bizarre thing that makes me bounce off the game like there, there's weird things that bounce me off game so that's that's mine for that yeah. and i was like all right well you know everybody's saying season two is great let me try diablo 4 as well so i got in there and it was good too but um i'll probably go back to it i bought the season pass a bot is a light term i mm. used my free season pass redemption finally oh um and redeemed the season so i do intend to go back to it i just you know, I played it for a little bit and went, okay. And then felt like I stopped. Yeah. I played a lot. I had the opposite experience. I, I was expecting to bounce pretty quick and I ended up getting sucked in again. So I'm, I'm sort of all in. I'm just doing sort of adventure mode. I'm not doing the campaign again or anything, but I'd like just running out in the world and bump up into a camp full of vampire shitheads and laying waste to that place and kind of having a hard time with a boss and then finding, ooh, there's another, there's a, cave i'll go in there let's go in the cave like i'm kind of playing it with that mindset of let's just go and find stuff let's blow shit up if there's a quest great if there's not i'll just i'll just fight and you know i'll get some loot and i'll get some money and i'll get out of there and that's what i did and i really liked it so diablo 4 and i are getting along right now what did Bo do? What did you do, Bo? Bo? Play yeah. more than I'm me. almost done with it. I got past level 89 on my Rogue. I'm level 97. Nice. Almost there. I beat the Beast of Nice, beat all the Uber bosses except for Duriel. Got a lot of uniques, but not any, I think, of the crazy rare build-changing uniques. Yeah. But uh, I may play a little longer. I'm doing the last chapter of the season journey, filling that out, which might still take some time because you got to go high nightmare dungeon stuff. But I may grind in-game. And I still I just realized I haven't taken on Echo of Lilith because she's scary. She's hard. <laughs> Even too. for hardcore players, it's just like, uh, yeah. and I may need to uh, take on that as well. But I'm level 97, uh, closing in on finishing, and we'll see if I do a bit more grind. And then I'm done till season three when I will play a new class. Oh, you're going to, okay. Yeah, that's how my approach was kind of like, well, since there's seasons, you can always try a new class with mm -hmm. a new season. It's a fun way to do it. Why uh, why eat all the enchilada when I can <laughs> cut the enchilada into five? I agree, but that's actually a great way to pace that. What do you? What, are you eyeing a class that you prefer to try next time? Um, I really am into the werewolf, but yeah. um, I saw how popular Druid was, and the hipster in me is like, I got to take an unpopular class. So it might be, might be Sorcerer. Oh, I don't know. I love the sorcerer. So I don't know. I, I feel like I'm playing the unpopular classes, like Barb and Rogue, or everyone likes Necro, like Wizard. I, you know, they want spell effects and stuff. And yeah. I like I like smashing face and stabby stabby. Sure. More than I like uh, lasers and uh, dead exploding corpses. I think John's prediction about the next class is still correct. It'll be something Crusader-ish adjacent -y. Oh, According to the Steam leak, it's not. Or at least not tradition in the traditional Not traditionally, so, but it's still more said, sword and shield, right? Or something. They said it's a class they that's called never it been a seen nature before. warrior. Yeah. That has never again has never been a class before, so Right. I don't know. There's still a Crusader/Paladin hole in my Diablo, so 
Yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't, and they may still do this, just do like they did with the Necromancer and just release classes as, you know, for $30, <laughs> just as TLC. Yeah. I mean, it was only 15 for the Necro in, in three. That was a good deal. That was when Blizzard had reasonable prices for things. Yeah. Well, you know, Diablo is a premium service, I guess. Yeah, except it, it made me mad because we all know that Necro was supposed to be a part of an actual expansion for three, not some little loosey goosey yeah. thing. And it pissed me off. Still makes me well, mad. Looks like uh, they're, they're, you know, so far there, I think Diablo is a success for the company, but mm-hmm. that doesn't stop them from canning projects. So, you know, fingers crossed. But, I think uh, given the, the new movement forward microsoft's hands-off approach make them independent again i think i think we are not looking at that i don't think they're going to cancel anything in fact i think there's going to be some revivals awesome i hope don't hold me on that because i don't you know if heroes of the storm got a revival i would be head over heels excited but i'm trying to that game's banned (laughs) it's banned (laughs) but starcraft you know we could see some starcraft or who knows yeah. But yes, hopefully. We'll, we'll the, see what happens. I, next BlizzCon might be a real exciting one. Uh, Robocop. John, you, you and I played more. You beat it. I'm close. I beat it. I, I, I think I I'm close. I couldn't stop playing Robocop. It's so good. Yeah. Like, it's great. It's, it's crazy how good this game is. Like, there's a lot of things about this game that are not ideal. Some of the voice acting is awful. Yeah. Some uh, sometimes the game looks like a 360 game. Yeah. Uh sometimes it looks like a console that hasn't come out yet game. Like it's it it waxes and wanes. But um it the shooting is really good. It's insanely fun for a game where you literally just kind of fast walk at the best of times although there is a dash ability. And I'm also going to say like this game, I waited a long time to take it because it didn't seem like that cool of an ability, but I finally put enough perk points to get the ricochet ability. Oh, yeah. Which is very prevalent in like cyberpunk, like mm-hmm. ricocheting bullets is a whole tree. Yeah. Man, CD Projekt Red, play Robocop and find out how to make your ricochet ability fun. It works so well oh, wow. and is maybe one of the most overpowered abilities in the game. Yeah. Like basically what happens with the ricochet ability is you um when you're in the visor mode or aim down sights uh in combat, uh things that you can ricochet bullets off of just highlight and if there's an enemy within range of it, it will highlight green, it'll get a little glow around it, yeah. and then you shoot that, and the bullets hit the person right. automatically. Right. And it does crazy extra damage because you're ricocheting it yeah. for some reason. I don't know what the logic is, but like you can unload a huge clip into some very armored dudes, and they're fine. But if you ricochet bullets into them, oh, they can't handle that. That's too much for them. They're it also, not ready. It also just tears up environments like walls and paper and machines and whatever's in the room you're with. The ricochets tear through things. So there's a lot of like, uh, as Bo would say, detritus everywhere. Just bits and oh. pieces. It's great. It's, yeah, I think it's that's so like good. an 80s movie. Cool. Like it's more powerful, not because of logic, but because of movie logic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. they put me in a fight where like there was like a model balsa wood home between me and all the enemies, and I feel like they did it just so they could show like a building blow up. Like they just unloaded things with machine guns, and like it's like yeah, take cover, but all the cover explodes the second it gets shot because it'll look cooler. Like uh, this game. 
is not a triple A game for sure, but it is so good for what it is. Like it nails it. It's like the, it's the definition of like, you know, shoot for the, what's the saying? Shoot for the stars. Maybe you'll land on the moon. I always oh, say it the right. other or shoot for the moon. Maybe you'll land among the stars. I think I say it backwards. Yeah. Maybe you'll miss I, the moon and be lost in space. forever. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it's, very questionable to me. I don't like the way that saying works, but it, yeah. it's definitely a case of somebody like they just are going for it and they don't hit it all the time. But when they do hit it, they hit it so well that you're like, my goodness, this game is just awesome and just very, very cool. Um, I do wish you got more upgrade points. Like I felt like I was a pretty good RoboCop. I got an A on most uh, evaluations. I think I got all A's and one B, Yeah, uh, which I thought was pretty good. And I thought I really explored the world and I still only managed to fully fill out like three of those sections. And for the most part, all the others had, you know, between half to a couple points in there. Um, The game feels oddly barren at times. Like this is a game that I think there could be a really awesome update for. And what they need to do is they need to put in more uh, circuitry nodes for your gun upgrade because they want you to upgrade your gun, but then they don't give you enough of these little nodes to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And they tell you in the game, they're like, oh, these OCP cases are everywhere. And then you're like, no, they aren't. They're, not, like, they're not that common. I saw like yeah. two. <laughs> like they're not, they're not everywhere. There's one in this stage or there's two in this stage. Like yeah. it's not a lot. Yeah. And they want you to merge them to make them more powerful. But then you quickly realize, oh, I'm not bringing in enough of these to justify merging them because uh, – I need certain shapes so I don't accidentally nerf my gun, which shout out to you, Scott. I saw your first gun upgrade where you made your gun almost unusably bad for a couple minutes. I didn't understand the system. It was really <laughs> vague at first. And then once I figured it out, now I totally get it. But at the time, I was like, wait a minute. So am I supposed to make a, a whole, it's like a pipe mini game, kind of. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'll connect all these connected pieces in here. And oh, wow, look, I can fill the whole thing out with what I have. I'm not even paying attention to what it's doing to my stats. And somebody in the chat is like, I think you nerfed yourself to shit. And I went and looked. <laughs> you did. And it was Your like gun 20%. was doing like 70% less damage. Yeah. And it was just insane. It was, it embarrassing. was crazy how bad your gun became. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think the gun upgrades are really cool. Like, the circuit boards are really neat because they do make you like really think about how you play. Like I got one that seemed extremely overpowered. It felt like, but you had to take a 50% nerf on all your stats to get all the cool perks of it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, my gun is going to be 50% less good overall, but in place of it, I don't have to reload. The gun's fully automatic. There's more gore when I shoot things and I have piercing. Yeah. What's the trade off of that? Like it's, it's really surprisingly deep. It just feels like there should have been more of that in the game. And there's a lot of times where I was just exploring early in the game, exploring rewards you very heavily. And then late in the game, it feels like every time I went to check something out, there was nothing there. Yeah. And I, it feels like it just needs another pass where they throw more stuff in the game. Uh, especially cause I don't think you level up nearly enough and there's no new game plus as far as I can tell. Um, so it's not even like they are encouraging multiple run throughs of the game so that you can see all of that. It's like one and done. Um, but 
Oh, it's just a cool game. Fighting Ed 209, you're showing it right now. Yeah, Great. It's awesome. Like, yeah. just so much cool stuff in this if you're a fan of RoboCop. and Same um, as we said last week. If you're a fan of RoboCop, I think you're going to love this. If you're not a fan of RoboCop, I just don't even think you should play it. Like, what, you know? You know what I mean? You're not going to become a RoboCop fan by playing this game. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love like like I said, there's so many smart choices they make. Like you, if you like RoboCop, you want to use his gun. So they made the gun the best weapon in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Broadly speaking, you yeah. know, like yeah. you're not dumb for using his little hand cannon uh, because you you get ways to modify it to make it stronger. It stays the most relevant gun throughout the game, and it has infinite ammo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's just absolutely, and there's some perks that make it to where you don't even need to reload it. You feel like you're cheating so often in this game with the upgrades. Um, you know, I threw a ton of points in armor and health. And, you know, I was at one of my early, when we played the demo, I was like, man, he sure is soft and squishy for a RoboCop. What? Not by the end of the game. Man, once I did that and bullets were bouncing off of me and killing people and my health automatically regen to 75 uh, on its own without any packs and all of that, like, man, I was a tank. It yeah. felt great. Yeah. It felt great to be a robo. Those robo, I agree that the upgrades are few and far between, but they are good when you get them. Yeah. Um, and you can make yourself a pretty good badass. The game's really good. I don't think I'm that far from from uh you know i probably pushed through another couple of hours and i probably have it but um it's it's really good i i will say this though i was so happy that peter weller was going to do the voice that there have been a couple of times where i can just tell that dude is phoning this shit in like he'll walk up to someone and go i'm on pursuit of a bad guy it'll do it kind of on this weird cadence like that I'm like Peter Weller. Yeah. Are you are you bored? Are they not paying you enough? What's going I, I on? I think that some of that might be him. I think he might have not that he's a bad actor. I've seen him in things. He's great. But I like I watched um, what's Frank Miller's Batman? They did the animated version. Oh, oh the um, voice of Batman in it. Yeah, right. Um, and yeah. he does that voice in that for Batman. Yeah. He's like, this is the weapon of the enemy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just like literally how he talks. That's it. And um, it's so I think that might be him. But yeah, there is there's a part where he says an iconic line and it's like people have to have asked you to say this line more times than you're comfortable with. How did you not deliver it correctly? Yeah, because he. He's, you know, like everybody can quote the RoboCop, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. Like it mm. lives in our head. And then it, he says it in the game and he goes, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> you're the guy who made that line iconic. How'd you get it wrong? <laughs> like it's, it's a nerdy, dumb thing to get upset about, but you're not wrong. I think like there is a disconnect because it's been so long with that character. But like in theory, this is right same time frame basically yeah between two and three yeah yeah and two, it's funny you brought up frank miller's but the uh the dark knight uh frank miller Jones. wrote robocop 2 um <laughs> and cameoed in it so we have him to thank for nuke by the way so well ever... he wrote it but then they uh, my understanding is he wrote uh two and three and the studio basically threw out most of what he did in both cases oh i didn't know that yeah that's it's, a bummer it, he has a pretty famous quote 
of, you know, basically comparing being the writer of a movie to being a fire hydrant that dogs piss on. <laughs> um, is what he said about it. He said, you got to be the director, not the writer, because uh, the writer is just the fire hydrant. And there's a line of dogs waiting. Yeah. Um, like. <laughs> That's kind of how he feels about it. And I think they put out comic books that tell his story of RoboCop 2 and 3 um, for anybody that's interested in how all that went down Interesting. Uh, in his head. I would be interested in hearing about that. I don't know why I'm so fascinated with all things RoboCop. That first movie just nailed an aesthetic and a vibe and a a violence and a I don't know what all. Just to somehow just did this thing that just has stayed with me. Like my entire adult life, yeah. RoboCop's awesome. This it's game's a little cool. more than an action movie. It's a satire. Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. It just worked, um, it but just, it works to like fly over people's head as like oh, it's an action movie from the eighties. Yeah, so it's just an action yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a good way. And then because it, it flew over people's head, it also blessed us with Starship Troopers. So that's right. Never, never forget that because <laughs> Americans were too dumb to figure out RoboCop. We got Starship Troopers for that, yep. and uh, what a glorious gift those two movies yeah, were. Yeah, another Verhoeven masterpiece, by my estimation. All right, uh, I played Ooblets. You guys know what Ooblets is? You ever heard of this? Does this sound familiar? About no. Ooblets, or somebody it's in a- my life has. Yeah? Uh, I think my sister might have mentioned it. Is that possible? Oh, it's Maybe? big with sisters. Tell us about <laughs> <laughs> buy ooblets if you have a sister yeah if you've got a sister today. so my daughters who are sisters of each other uh they were obsessed with this game i think they played it on the switch originally and it's on steams where i got it and um it is a delightful take a very different take too um on the stardew valley thing what it does differently it's hard to explain it's goofy as shit the language of it is almost like someone's stoned making this. The characterizations are kind of adventure timey, sort of. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they look very adventure time. Something about it, you know, flat animated 3D stuff. It's just kind of hard to explain. But it, the way they do it, I, I just always get that vibe of that cartoon. And it's um, also got a bunch of kind of Pokemon stuff in it, except the Pokemon style battles. The Ooblets are the are these creatures that you that you uh, obtain and can grow in your garden, so you can hatch these things, and then they follow you around, and and then you can fight with them. And they the fight uh, the the battling is is a card battler, and the card battler is a dance off between your Ooblet and the opposing one, or or a team of Ooblets versus a team of other Ooblets, and you're trying to get to the maximum points faster than the other person. The early games, I think, are 20 points, but the bigger the teams, you might be up to 50 points or something. And you have cards that are like, gain 60 points by doing a jig. Steal four of their points because you made them embarrassed or whatever. It's like this weird little step-up kind of thing, like a dance-off. Dance, battle, or card game. It's so weird. And you're not doing it rhythmically. It's not like a rhythm game. It's literally just a card battler, but it's just themed that way. But you know, yeah. yeah, it's very odd. But it has, oh, and everything's called something not real. So instead of just something being called a mushroom that you pick off the ground, it's like a shroombolet or you know some weird name. And this is true across the, the the board. Everything's got a funky name. The people in town have a weird name. It's it's a fever dream drug fueled weird weird kind of thing. But delightful and light and fun. And kind of sweet. 
Uh, no bad trips. No, no bad trips. All good trips uh, in here. And um, there's a lot to explore. There's a lot to, to pick up and use and sell. Um, you can fish. And I love the fishing game because the fishing mini game does not require any like fishing timing things. You literally just go up, fish, and pull out what was something. <laughs> you don't do anything fancy with fishing. And it's kind of a relief because I'm sick of fishing mini games. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds great. It's a cool little thing. I, I don't know. I, I'm not far enough in to give it much more than that uh, of a description, but it's there's a story unfolding that's been interesting. Um, the loop is really good. Just, you know, do shit in your garden. Go talk to the townspeople. Fi- uh, fight some ooblets. Uh, get some bait. Do some fishing. Do some quests that pop up here and there, and then go back and go to sleep. Shake some fruit off of some trees. Like it's just it's one of those, but it's done in this very, very kind of out there style, uh, tonally as well as visually. And I really am having a good time with it so far. So not super deep. I think it's on sale right now, which is why it came up to or got my attention. And I would uh, I would recommend this to anybody who likes these sorts of things, even if even if you just were like a light um, Animal Crossing player. There's a lot here that you'll like. Uh and it just doesn't demand too much from you either. It just feels like a game that's like respects your time and, you know, wants you to get in and have fun when you want and when you can. Great on Steam Deck, I'll say. There's another place I played it. And it is available on Steam and uh, actually it's on everything, I believe. All the consoles, all the stuff. So check it out. Ooblets, O-O-B-L-E-T-S. John. Nice. Final Fantasy yes. fourteen. You played the Fall Guys crossover. I have to know how this went. It's worth mentioning. Um, this was both uh, in some ways better than I expected and then also uh, maybe showed that Final Fantasy fourteen should maybe not work as great as it could on a competitive racing type. You know, the the methodology might work for raiding, but in a competitive race with other players, this methodology can get a little funky mm. sometimes. Mm. Uh, so as far as a, like, the important thing is that this is a casual experience. The Final Fantasy fourteen Fall Guys event, it's exactly what it sounds like. You're basically playing Fall Guys in Final Fantasy fourteen. It's part of the gold saucer. Um, you just run around and you get knocked around by things and it's basically raid mechanics, uh, to try and only let a certain number of people make it to the end. And it's, it's good, dumb fun. Uh, but there are certainly a lot of like, I should have been hit by that. And I wasn't that person shouldn't have been hit by that. They got hit by it. Uh, you know, there's a, it's messy sometimes, Mm. um, with Mm. how it looks and operates. And I think it's because it's, you know, it's trying to use raid mechanics that again, work well for how final fantasies raids are designed. But in this sort of setting, it's a, it's a little trickier, but it's a lot of fun. You know, I, I had a great time with it. I did a bunch of races. Uh, it did glitch out one time and did not, um, put me in competition with other people. So I was all by myself. And even that was kind of fun. Cause even though I knew I would win the crown in the end, I could still be eliminated if I couldn't complete the course in time. Mm. So even by myself where I was like, well, I'm definitely going to get the crown. This is going to be nice. There were a couple of times where I was like, am I going to get the crown? <laughs> I don't know. I might get eliminated by this. 
Um, but it looks exactly like Fall Guys. It plays like Fall Guys. There's a bunch of dumb uh, Fall Guys stuff to unlock for uh, doing this, and uh, I, had a, I had a good time with it. Did so, you get the crown yeah. thing? That's like a cosmetic crown deal you can wear now and all that? That's a thing? Uh, I opted to, So you get a little bit of the currency every time you play, yeah. and like it's just it's a separate currency that you can earn for doing this event. Um, I opted to buy the shirt first. Uh, before the crown, but I could buy the crown if I wanted to. Mm, mm. Um, but I liked the style of the shirt. I, I I think next would be the crown. Oh, I also bought the mount. There was a mount that you could get from it. So, uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of fun, arbitrary things that you can spend the money on. And uh, you can also earn some of your gold saucer currency if you like going to that place, uh, which is actually really nice for me because I am on the edge being able to buy my 2 million uh, Manderville gold saucer coin, like giant cactus mount that I want to get very badly. Oh, you should get that. Yeah. yeah. Save your, save I'm your. Very, I'm very close. Yeah. Uh, I will say. 1,900,000 sums. Got to say I'm impressed with the adherence to the fall guy aesthetic. Um, yeah. I didn't expect that to be honest, cause this is an existing MMO with its engine and its, its restrictions and its strengths and whatever. But how do you, so, so at least visually, how did you do this? Like, I'm really impressed with it. This isn't just, you know, whether the gameplay is great or this is anything more than just a flash in the pan or whatever. I'm impressed with how they recreated this in a game that isn't this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It works. It works surprisingly well. Um, and it, it's it's dumb fun again. Like if they were putting like a lot of pressure on you, you had to participate in this. If there was any sort of feeling of this being mandatory, the kind of weirdness with how it plays sometimes because of of how the the net code works and all of that, like it it would be a bigger problem. But this is just a, a dumb fun distraction. It's not going all the time. Um, so they're going to, it's going to be something that's in the golden saucer every now and then. Mm. So it was worth checking out. If you play 14, I think it's worth checking out. It's, it's pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I, I don't know why I'm impressed. I am though. Just watching this. It's impressive. They do a lot of crazy things with that engine for as much complaining as you hear people in general talk about the Final Fantasy 14 engine. It is surprisingly robust. The things they seem to pull off with it. So yeah. it's uh, it's impressive. It's crazy. Is it because the you know, this, this is an epic epic owns fall guys. They bought them laid off half the staff, but whatever they bought them. They were an indie team making this prior to this. Is it just that there are people in uh square in japan that are just like super obsessed with fall guys like why why did this become a i think it was just a i think it was just a proposed like crossover venture fall guys wanted to put uh final fantasy 14 skins in fall guys and like they're kind of the type like you hear yoshi p in interviews like he talked about how he wanted to put the uh, pixel perfect remasters in final fantasy 14. He wanted you to be able to play the old final fantasies in 14. They actually tried and they couldn't get it to work right. They still haven't ruled it out, but they're like, eh, it's harder than we thought it was going to be. But like, 
he just seems like him and that team in general just sort of get these weird ideas. And I, I wouldn't surprise me if somebody was like, Hey, can we use your characters in fall guys? And they were like, yeah, can we put fall guys in our game? Like that just seems like kind of the mad, crazy, uh, energy that they have of like, well, what if we did it too? I'm impressed. Um, I'm impressed by so, it. Yeah. It's goofy. Pretty wild. Also Fortnite you played. How's that going? Mr. Fortnite. Yeah, well, turns Love out night. Fortnite's really <laughs> on fire. Uh, this is also not in our news, but we'll mention it here. Fortnite is breaking all sorts of records right now. Mm. They have hit the highest numbers they've hit uh, maybe ever now at this point for not only the amount of people that have checked it out, but for concurrent players. I hit a queue with Fortnite, which I've never encountered. I didn't even know it was possible, but I went to log on and they're like, yeah, you're in a queue. You'll be in in two minutes. I was like, what? What is this? Yeah. Um, So they decided for the new season temporarily, it's like a mini season to release Fortnite OG, which is basically the season one uh, mount, the or not mount map, uh, the original map of the game. Uh, It does have some updates to it. So I think it's like chapter five is what it's technically built on. But it's all the old locations. It's the original map. It's a lot of the original items. Um, and it has gotten people very excited to come back and check it out. Uh, I am going to say they really did go all out. Now you can still do like no build mode, which you couldn't back in the day, but like their adherence to this mode is pretty surprising. Like they even limited what's in the store. Oh, wow. Like, So back in the early days of Fortnite, you checked every day because there were like four or five items in the store that got cycled through and that was it. Now you go there and it's page after page after page of uh, store items. They cut the store (laughs) like there's only a couple items every day now for it. Close as plastic um, wow, but Fortnite. Yeah, and they didn't. Yeah, Yeah. they didn't up the graphics at all. Like it looks how it did. Um I think this is really cool. I had fun and not just because I got a victory Royale on my second match and my third match. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's a good I, reason though. Jeez. Yeah, uh, but it felt good. Um, so impressed. I, I'm having a good time with it and I, I'm not like all the way back in with Fortnite, but my, my family did use this season as an excuse to kind of get back into and you know it's a great game to play with the whole family, so there might yeah, so be a little you, bit you more. Use of them, it. You use them as um, you use them to get your chicken dinners <laughs> to a degree. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, because go check out like, that building there, all oh, they die. Okay, there's someone uh, like my my stepson up. is is really good. He's super aggressive. Like he's he is insanely aggressive. We're always having to rein him in. Like no, stick with the group. I'm kind of the scout and the like, hey, we're going. Now it's time to go. I'm like the babysitter. My wife is kind of the good all-rounder. Like she's gotten extremely good at the game. So she's good in fights, but she also, she plans. She brings defensive items. She brings health packs and shield potions. So she's there. And my stepdaughter kind of fills that same role where she She's not as into it, so she does a lot more like standing out there and letting people shoot at her. (laughs) And uh, we then we descend and and help. So she's got kind of a tanking support role, too. Decoy. Yeah, she's Uh, she's kind of the team tank. So 
all of this together, we are actually a pretty formidable team. We win a lot when we play together, <laughs> except I am still playing with children and I made the mistake of landing at the golf course. And then we had to, uh, chuckleheads following us in golf carts ramming into everything for the next 10 minutes of the match so Fun. you know sometimes we're a very effective team and sometimes we're a very distracted team yeah it's kids after all 44.7 yeah. million players uh when they launched it that's crazy yeah it's insane that's it's insane numbers oh my gosh wow and you had a cue who would have thunk well, all right, Epic, quit complaining and hire all those Fall Guys back. Cause you get yeah, they all fired the so many people, and they were like, well, Fortnite's not performing like it used to. Well, it it's like now it's performing it like it never has. waited a couple weeks. Yeah, now it's performing like it never has ever. So what the hell? Also, right. this is such a lesson, and people people are suckers for, like Classic WoW. Remember, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jay Allen Brackett and up going, you, really, you, don't th you don't want it. You think you do, but you don't. Right, that whole yeah. thing, and everybody was like, "Whatever, dude, we totally want it." Well, it turns out he was dead wrong. People like old shit, even if they it's the, for uh, a bunch of teenagers. The old for them is five years ago, but yeah. that, but that's enough, right? Like the people want to go back and feel what they felt and have the well, old thing. I, I, there's a little more to it than that. People, what if so? These games exist as services, and they get updated and quote improved, but. What if you didn't improve it, but you're so big you don't fail? So you read right. it as it's a false positive. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's a good point. What a lot of people have been saying about since Wrath, it's a false positive. You're so big, people are just going to play Warcraft because they want to play their Warcraft. Yeah. But maybe there's a significant portion of people that wanted things in a different direction. And when like yeah. the fan base is kind of telling you that, you know, it's like that's yeah. kind of that's a pride, it's a hit on your pride or your ego or, you know, do people, should people lose jobs because of this? And <laughs> you know I, I, mean? do, like, I do think with Fortnite, like a lot of the decisions are good. Like I do think that they, they've made improvements. You know, I think this thing's success only exists because it did continue and evolve. Like it's not a case of if it had just been this, it would have been this popular forever. Right. No. Like it's this popular because it evolved into something else and then stepped back. I don't think that if they said, well, clearly this is the most popular, so we're going to scrap all our plans for the next season. We're going to just keep classic forever. Those numbers would drop off very quickly. Like, I, I think that you can't have one without the other with with this. I, I'm I'd have to think more on WoW, but well, for well, Fortnite, you start, you start from the baseline and go in a different direction. Yeah, and I think that's what would be smart for them to do. Although I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they're using this as a stopgap while they work on the next season, uh, because by most accounts, the last season in Fortnite was not very good. I know mm. I tried to play a little bit of it, and I did not mm. like it at all. Mm. So um, there are some really cool ideas that they've come up with. There's some cool things that they've done. But getting to step back to a more simplistic time is good, and I would love to see them learn lessons from it. Like healing items and shield items are rare in old school uh, Fortnite. Like whereas they are insanely plentiful. There's lots of ways to get your health and, and shield back in the modern game. And mm -hmm. I think it's been fun to see people try to adjust their strategies around that. So it's been a fun experiment at the very least. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, good. More Fortnite fun for you. Uh, 
Yep. More power wash simulator too. That's good. Yeah. Nice I'll just say Midgar's clean. I finished all the Midgar and then I uninstalled power wash simulator. <laughs> I right. cleaned up Final Fantasy and now I'm done. Did it put you in the uh, mood to go play Final Fantasy or anything? Like it have? Nope. Okay. <laughs> it didn't. There was nothing. It didn't serve either purpose. It didn't make me want to play Final Fantasy and it didn't want me it didn't make me want to play more Power Wash Simulator. I just was like in there, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah look at that. I <laughs> I cleaned Cloud Sword finally after years of dreaming about it. I made it happen. <laughs> and uh so then I I did it and then I was like, Great, done, yeah. finished it. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. That game's great. And you'll, you know, if you ever need a time where you're like, oh, I just need to do something that's stupid and repetitive and take my mind off stuff. Great game for that. It is great it, for that. That's exactly what I needed it for. That's exactly what it did. And its job is done uh, <laughs> into the uninstalled column. It goes until it is needed again. Uh, let's do a quick frog wrestling update. Um, what's going on? I saw a pretty cool video from the jorts guy. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our champion on the last Pond News update yeah. talking about it. Scott, it's bad times for you. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Um, last last night, we had some of the best matches I've ever seen. And probably most shocking of all, the champion fell in a one-on-one match. Damn. Like, it's one thing to say that Losing Scott belt? lost in a in a six man elimination match lots of people were fighting lots of things could happen but Mark Spagnolo beat you fair it. and square middle of the ring damn it uh you got wood whispered and uh <laughs> it it was a non-title match so you are still technically the champ but I'll tell you as the person who's challenging you next week yeah. At free purview three, or as people are now calling it, three purview. Yeah. Uh, I I feel confident I can take that title off of you, Scott. Crap. I think your days are numbered. I smell blood in the water, Mark. He made the cut. The shark smells it. I think I think it, you're going down. Mark didn't get the belt. He's not the new champion. No, because this was just a grudge match that Scott called out because uh, wow, Mark what a ripoff for Mark the week before. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. but you know, like that's the thing is like now Mark has established that if he can beat Scott, whoever wins the belt next week, be it myself or Scott, Mark has to be considered the front runner for challenging for it. Right. Yeah. Like he's, he's mm, done the okay. work. So, you know, I'm sure his time will come. Like, you know, yeah, he this has is where a- I don't understand how wrestling works because it's kind of <laughs> arbitrary when belts change hands and when they don't, it's just made yeah. up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's got to be a title match. It was a non-title match. That's, you know, that's something that the bad guys do to stay bad guys. They don't put the belt on the line. You right. know, they're greedy. They All don't right. want to lose the belt. So they don't put it up. Um, okay. So we're just now saying Scott is the bad guy. <laughs> Scott is oh, absolutely yeah, totally. the bad guy. There's no doubt about it. Did you see his video? He's, he's, he called him Mark Spagnono. I did. Yeah, I did call him Mark Spagnono. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, it was stupid, but it was so much fun. I can't wait to do one in my, if, if there's a loss, I, there needs to be a, a follow-up video. It. It's hilarious. I need to I do a follow-up it. where I complain about John beating me if he beats me. But Mark, I got to say, Mark's skin, he's scary as shit. He, so I had this weird rule where like, you know, we're all in ideal physical shape, right? Like yeah. we're all looking real good. 
Um, but like Mark is already very fit. He works with wood. Yeah. He's in great shape to begin with. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's in good shape. Like he doesn't, how do you, how do you buff something that's already in pretty good condition? And the answer is you go crazy buff. So I made Mark like he's uh, the idea was instead of a wood whisperer, he's a lumberjack. Yeah. So I was like, let's make him the most ripped dude imaginable. And Mark is an intimidating beast. Yeah. Like he really is. The look is really good. And, um, I just want to confirm this. You still have not played a minute of this video game, correct? You've no, only I've put played, on AI. I've played zero time. I haven't I played a that. single match. I don't know why. My play time. Let's yeah, what see, is the what that. is the game? Play time check in. Yeah, you think if you played a little bit, you'd understand the mechanics when you're setting up the AIs and stuff, or no? Two hundred and eighteen hours. That's a lot. Yeah, and you haven't played it though. I haven't you've, played any of it. I've got two achievements in the game, and they're all based on Creator Wrestler. <laughs> and Bo makes a good point. I mean, if you did play it, maybe that would inform how you'd how you'd work with AI or strength bars and all that crap, where you can tweak things. But I don't probably not that much, right? These just- I did tweak your numbers a little bit, which I think is why you lost. So you're still at a power level of 99. So the game takes like all your oh. data. You take, it says, <laughs> the game takes all your data mm-hmm. and gives you a power level and you were at a 99 and you're still at a 99 so i didn't move any numbers significant enough to lower your power level overall and it is pretty finicky like it doesn't take much to drop it down but i got into your numbers because i i'm kind of sick of you having bad matches like that's the problem is like the champion should be in the main event right because it's the big belt but i always feel bad putting you in the main event because you come out and you just beat everybody in two seconds and nobody likes it so i was like well what's going on under the hood and i think what's happened is because i based you on roman reigns and in theory this is a video game I think that the game has given uh, the AI of Roman Reigns like insane boss level stats. Like when I looked at it, he's like maxed out on strength, maxed out on stamina, maxed out on speed, maxed out on like almost any stat is at maximum as high as it can go. And I was like, well, Scott doesn't need all of that. Um, So I gave you a buff in a couple areas that I thought made sense for your character, and I slightly nerfed some of the stuff that was maxed out, and I kept running test matches with you to basically see where's the threshold where the matches go from Scott just automatically wins quick and it's no good versus Scott does really well, but it, it could go either way, and I stopped when I got to that, so... You are mortal now, and I think we've now seen the results of you becoming mortal. Yeah, man, this sounds like it's all fake. (laughs) Yes, it's real to me, man. It's not fake. It's pre. Actually, it's not even predetermined. That's what they always say about wrestling. It's not fake. It's predetermined. But this is AI, so it's not even predetermined. Honestly, it's just fake. Do you remember that guy? Hold on, here he is. So you should really. No, that's not him. Here he is. It's still real to me. Damn it! Remember that guy. It's yeah, real to me. yeah, he he really loved his wrestling. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, there's John. Boy, yeah. Bo, you played a lot this week. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, I don't. I, it's uh, my full time job now is playing video games. Yeah. So Where I do you want to start here? My the the kind of commitment level that you'd expect for me. Sure. Um, I'll I'll go through a lot of it quick though. There isn't the only one I really want to hit on are the two new games. So we mm-hmm. talked about Hardcore Wow. Yeah. 
for the King 2 released last week. Oh, I missed um, that. Shout really? out to the company. They, they gave me a beta access key because uh, I applied for the influencer program. But I pre-ordered your game and gave you money, so I don't need it. Uh, I may have a code for some. Oh, John and I should fight. Whoever wins the wrestling match. <laughs> there you go. Should get whoever the wants it more. Um, but shout out yeah. to Curve. I think it's Curve. It's the company. But I uh, appreciate that very much. Um, and I want to say the game is good. If you remember the first one, it's like the first one, but better. So good. Good job. And it's four players now. So you can get a fourth person in there to play your game. Um, so far, I liked what I played. Had a good time and I even died on the first level because I mismanaged my team oh. <laughs> for the king. That's Oops. how the game works. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I love it. It's a single player board game, but also you can play with other people. It's like tactics and it's punishingly hard. You do, can lose at this Do game. you like the, uh, the graphic change, the style change? Yeah, everything is updated good. It still has the same as like some, the music's like awesome. Like I love the music in the first one. They've kept all the music and that stuff. I thought maybe they had veered off that path a little more than they had, but they I'm pleased to report they did not. So so far I liked it. And in a way it's a little less punishing. The first level didn't have chaos. While it was still possible to mismanage the team, uh the mechanics are a little more forgiving so far. And um, the other thing I wanted to say about it was that, uh, the graphics look better, <laughs> yeah. but still maintain that kitschy sort of look where they're, you know, bouncing around and looking weird. There's some gameplay probably linked in the thing. Yeah, I'm showing sure, it on the but, thing. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, no, it's good. I recommend it if you like that kind of game and also you earn lore store points and unlock stuff for your future games. So in a true roguelite fashion, you you know uh, unlock new things uh, to make your games better as well. I didn't know it released. I gotta grab that. I love that game. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of my favorites uh, uh, games, and um, I'm, that's all I have to say. Really, it's it's amazing. Nice, but it's it's ba- like the fundamentals are all the same. But there's lots of little improvements. Oh, you don't need to upgrade pipes, as far as I can tell anymore. Oh, that's good for your god's beards to be more effective, which is mm, great. Yeah, it was an irritating thing to have to do with your money, and uh, you don't have to do it anymore. That's good. And the UI is just much. Everything's it's everything but improved. I, I like it so far. Really happy with it. I just have too many games to play and haven't committed too much time to it. But, um, yeah, excited to play more. Nice. Uh, next up is the the big thing that I was really excited for as it got closer and closer, um, which is like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Mm. <laughs> This is the, this is Yakuza, depending on how you count them, Yakuza 8. Some people, I think, like a dragon, the RPG one counts as Yakuza 7, uh, even though it has a different protagonist, and it's Ichiban Kasuga. Um, so this is not really a sequel to that one. It happens at the same time. Literally, you end up in Yokohama, whereas Ichiban is like dealing, being homeless. You talk to some homeless people, and they're like, yeah, there's some guy with a bullet wound in there, and it's like, yeah, Kazuma doesn't know it's Ichiban in there or anything like that. So you, they're kind of playing with this threaded thing. You spend most of your time in this one. So far, I'm only up to chapter two, but it's in Sotenbari, uh, which, John, you'll remember from Yakuza 0, where you play as Goro Majima. So you're in Sotenbari so far uh, th- there. So it's a lot of um, things that are recognizable. And um, you don't have to have played the previous ones. Good idea to watch a recap movie, although the the story is like so crazy and, and nuts and long. Uh, so long story short, 
he's in hiding because people keep threatening. Uh, he, he has an orphanage. He likes to take care of people and protect them. And they keep threatening the kids at an orphanage. So he, he's in this agreement with this sort of spy agency in Japan that uh, he sta- they faked his death. He pretends he doesn't exist. And they protect his orphanage, right? That's sort of the whole deal. Except, you know, right from the jump, he goes. They still want to send him on missions for some reason. And right from the jump, one of one of the other bodyguards on this mission, where you're just supposed to be bodyguard, he's like, "You're the dragon of Dojima." <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, I'm Jory." They're like, "Shut up! I can I can totally know who you are." And and like the whole plot is like pretty much every yakuza in the Omi Alliance, which is still around. Is like, oh yeah, you're you're the dragon, and 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 as Kazuma, you're like, I'm not the dragon. They're like, I can see you. You're the damn, you damn Kazuma. He's like, I am not. Yeah. And and you beat the shit out of people, and uh, just you're um, defiant. No matter what happens, you'll say no to it, and then fight them, and then the story will continue on. That's sort of that sort of Kiryu's thing is he's a stoic uh, doer of good, right? And he likes to fight things. And this is so, re- so far, it's great. It's this is the return uh, the to the other to the more brawler format of fighting. Yeah, this is an action yeah. game, not an RPG. Right, and it's great. You got the spider gadget, which um, it's made of the. I don't know if this is in lore accurate, but it's made of the strongest material on Earth because you literally <laughs> shoot out a little electric rope from your hand, yeah. and you can fling people like a thousand miles down the road, <laughs> and they go. <laughs> <laughs> It is so much fun. It looks so stupid and it makes no, there's no rope in the world that strong, but it's hilarious how like they get wrapped up and you just fling them with a flick of your wrist and they react all crazy. And the combat is fun as always. The stories over the top, they do a good job of before a boss fight happens, they make you want to beat the shit out of the purse if you're into it. And, um, also the mini games so far have really delivered. We got the Akami network to help a, up and coming streamer uh, try to become popular by going to a murder house where someone died and trying to record spooky sounds. Mm. Um, that was interesting. Yeah. And he's totally like, he's like, you know what streaming is, right? And you're like, that's where you go on the internet and live stream what you do. And the, and then, and then the streamer's like, well, that's a boomer way of explaining it. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. it, it's so like uh, finger on the pulse with some of its quests uh, current day that it's it's just great. I saw you post on Twitter some picture about like hassling a middle aged man. Yeah, so the Akami okay. Network is about helping people for Akami, who's this girl who like um, is trying to help protect the homeless. So she's like, if we do jobs for people, they'll become informants for us because they'll be grateful. That's the logic. Yeah. So one guy, there's a guy, some young thugs are like making fun of a middle-aged man and he hires you to like beat them up and teach the young pucks a lesson. And then like before the fight starts, you just have this line. It's like, it's not nice to make fun of the middle-aged. And it just made me laugh so hard because it's usually the elderly or the kids, but this guy's like going, he's like the middle-aged people, like <laughs> That's it's not nice to bug the teenagers. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you punch them. It's uh, that made me laugh so much. I was like, I'd never seen anyone def- stand up for the middle aged. Uh, very weird. Great. 
Yeah, and um, and then the, the best one so far was a boss. His, their, his employees were kind of being like dicks or whatever. So a boss hires you to beat up his employees. laugh. <laughs> 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 so it's like this is this current climate of crunch and sexual abuse allegations. It's like uh, here's just some, some quests where the, the employees are like bitching about their work conditions, and he, he's like, "These guys need to learn to shut up. Can you beat them up for me?" And, and he's, yeah, so I'm bunching. I'm like, "Get back to work." Lazy bastards, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I did my job. Wow, it's pretty. It's, is it, it's this pretty is set funny. in modern time, like this is a now it's current day, yeah. Okay. So, the idea, I think it's current day ish, it might be like 2018 or 2017. Okay, it's the same time as like a dragon, it's modern. There's cell phones and okay. uh, streamers, and it's pretty much current day. If technically not, somebody might correct me, okay, but um, uh. The other thing also is I found the perverted minigame. Uh, that's also in there. Sweet. Which I, I, I don't know if you watched the clip I sent, um, but it, it's a FMV game. It's like the actually recorded hostesses. <laughs> and they, they, they somehow do a good job of mixing the 3D video game with actual live video game footage yeah. in a way, in a quality level I haven't seen before. Yeah. And... Even some people who are watching were like, uh, my wife came in and asked, what are you watching? Because they were watching a video game, but then it would just turn into like softcore pretty much. That's yeah. not softcore, but she it's a woman wearing a revealing dress and she's like, you have to ask her questions like, uh, choose a topic of conversation, we choose pizza. And she's like, I love pizza. Pizza's the best. Yeah. And then I gave her a gift, but I don't have a lot of items yet. So I just gave her some fried like shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> this series is so weird. What a weird uh, series. I'm it's so the, much happier that I live in a world where Yakuza is a video game series. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so great. anyways, all I gotta say is uh A plus, ten out of ten, one hundred percent rating so far. I'm on chapter two, but I I've grown quite fond of this uh, series and this one lives up to the hype so far. Nice. Well, there you go. I knew that was coming out and I knew you'd play it, but I didn't think we'd hear about it this soon, so uh, it made my day. Yeah, I bought it the day of. I just got super stoked and I'm like, I want to play this game so badly and uh went for it. Um on other games, to just quickly pace through it, I played some Sea of Thieves again. That was fun. I played with Ryan Murphy, Jocelyn Moffat, and Nevermore. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually pwned some enemies, man. We took down these two, I think, or this one guy who had a boatload of treasure. Oh, you yeah. you actually pirated. Whoa. We actually pirated, and we took a ton of treasure, and I was worried maybe they were 10 years old, and we had just like... <laughs> punked a kid out of like his hall, but I'm like, well, that's the game. <laughs> like, that's yep. <laughs> suck it, kid. Yeah. Um, and it's then not like you, it's not people. like you hacked him or something. Like, you know, it's fair play. No, no, we, we shot cannonballs into his boat, boat and yeah. made it sink and <laughs> stole all his shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then there were some other people who were in the game <clears throat> that we found, and I, I jumped on their boat and set it on fire. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> there's like because it's not just shooting cannonballs at other ships. You can do like um, guerrilla ops, yeah. Where you you know as the ships are nearby, you jump on their ship and just try to light everything on fire and put holes in the ship and like keep you know until you die. Yeah, it's fun. Um, pirate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we had a really great time with that. It was to raise money for my extra life, and so we had a nice charity stream, and they did well on that. And, it was. I haven't played with them in a while. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Again, we should play Sea of Thieves. It is like the best. It is a fun experience. Joss is a mama now. 
Congrats she's to her. She's really again. good at the game too. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, she's yeah. great at this game. She played that. Yeah, living she plays shit a lot. Like I'm just like I defer to your wisdom now. Like, and uh, yeah, she's got a lot good. done. Nice. Uh, uh, the rest yeah. is D4. We talked about it. Season of Blood, number level 97. Mm. I have a funny clip for you to watch, though, but you have to watch it at 0.25 speed. Oh. Uh, like with sound on. With for sound the on. Okay. Yeah, it's, Hang the, on it's a the voice, not the actual clip, but I think. So I died to the beast in the ice, and I was going for a rematch, and I almost died again. I triggered my death evasion, and then my keyboard switched to French, my multilingual, because I'm a Canadian, so we have American keyboard. In French, and that changed my scroll of escape from tilde to accent aigu, like an e with an accent, and um, so it wouldn't. I couldn't scroll of escape even though I was pressing the button. I was like, "God damn it!" It switched to French keyboard. It almost screwed me. Oh my gosh! I didn't know you could even do um, that. Yeah, but right. no, just set it set the playback speed to zero point two five. It's the audio, not the actual clip. Yeah, where do you do the uh, in the gear? The gear. Okay, one. What'd you say? Two one a point two. Zero, like the slowest speed, playback speed, the slowest. Zero two five x. All right, here we go. Uh, and play. And here's the sound. Why is it like drunk sound? Why is there no sound? Uh, it should. I should have sound. It's not a long clip. It's like twenty. Oh, it's not going. Here, let me refresh it. Something's being weird. Oh. Okay. Maybe it's too slow. Well, here I'll crank Hang it. On. I'll crank it up to point five. Yeah. Give it All a right, crank. Luck. <laughs> oh shit. Get out, get out, get out. He sounds stoned. Why is Scroll of Escape not working? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> How did you find out that if you played it slower, it was it was funnier? So, well, because I got hit with two melee attacks and triggered death invasion as soon as I started the boss, and I have I'm capped on arm I'm, I'm hard capped on armor, soft capped on resistances i'm like what is going on why do i get pwned so hard so i watched the replay and slow motioned it to see what oh oh, okay like i was trying to analyze what happened so that i could actually beat it and then i was like listening and laughing because i'm like oh why is my scroll of escape not working (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great it just it just made me laugh a lot that chair that's awesome and Um, lastly um bg3 with the boys the game continues. We found out what they found out what's in the iron jar. Oh, nice! Oh, they, okay. in, in, in the near fight, uh, they Crofton's like Crofton. He's a rogue, but we laugh about how bad he is at being rogue. Like he's like, let me sneak in, and he immediately talks to the first thing by accident. Like <laughs> Crofton steers the greatest yeah. rogue in all the land. And um, in this fight, he's like he tried to you know the 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 it's the near fight at the in the Grimforge. Hmm. Oh, where you try yeah. to save the the iron no the the gray gnomes or the yeah. whatever they called, and um, he for some reason jumps across the lava into a place he thinks he's protected, but he also can't attack anybody, and then he gets nailed with an entangle and is rooted in the most useless place in the fight and does nothing <laughs> every turn. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the best rogue in the universe continues his streak. Yeah, so he's like, I've got this jar, maybe I should throw it, and we're kind of on the back foot and losing. 
I'm the only one that knows what's in it. And when I know something, I just say I'm abstaining from participation in the conversation. Mm. So I will just not say anything, right? Right. So he throws it and they fight. He throws it in the middle of the fight and everyone's. It's pretty surprising. I mean, I, it's kind of spoilery. I don't know if you have it, Scott, but there it is. A beholder is, or a spectator, which is a baby beholder, yeah, is in the jar, before, and uh, he proceeds to f shit up, including our party. And I'm like running away right now to go res. <laughs> yeah, but, he doesn't um, fight with you, right? That's the thing with him. It's, no, he fights everything. It I mean, just yeah, he's a far realm monster, agent of yeah. chaos. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me. That's amazing. So well done, Crofton. Um, yeah. Once again, <laughs> well done. Yeah, but uh, we don't know how it's going to resolve because uh, some of them are pretty, you know, old men and have to go to bed at ten and get tired. <laughs> like the, the the game energy dips significantly after ten o'clock, and so we saved, and we'll find out next. Sure. Time. And by by the old men, you're referring to the other two. <laughs> That's what you mean, right? Not you. Yeah, two of the four players can't make can't can't like hold their shit after ten p.m. Basically. <laughs> That sounds like me these days. I get really well, they get tired. Up yeah, I always. laugh, but that's when I go to bed every night. Yeah, I get tired then. I feel that. Uh, nice. All right. That was my week. There Thanks you go. Big week in games. Except me. I played one game outside of our, our dual, our three play stuff that we did. We've Robocop. all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. It's just, it's strange. Yeah. I usually have a hundred dumb, you know, chore core things to talk about. But because we've done that, we can now do this. It's time for Dear Martha, and uh, I don't know what we're doing. Oh, a Steam review for something. Uh, yeah, don't pull up this game on uh, stream. Well, it's called Milfy City, so I think I won't <laughs> oh, bring that up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it is, it's, so it's what I assume it is, then. It's it's mm-hmm. something about MILFs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. For, those, for those at home, uh, that means... <laughs> I'm not going to say what it means. You know what it means. Uh, this is a Steam game or where? Where are we getting this? Yeah, it's a Steam game. All right, I'm trying yeah. to find it. Oh, there it is. 30% off. Wow. <laughs> Now's our chance uh, to yep. get it. If not now, when? Oh, I'm really oh, glad I didn't bring it up. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm. it starts with a banger. Yeah, literally. Okay. Is uh, it the John. Final edition? Yeah, final yeah, edition. Final edition of Oh, Oh, jeez. Jeez, this thing. Oh, my goodness. What am I watching? I All mean, right. I'm getting out of this. Steve, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll hit the thing and you do your deal. Here you go. Oh, that's not loud at all. Let's fix that. Okay, now. My dearest Martha, I now present to you my review for Milfy City, the final edition. I play out of duty to finish and not pleasure. This is my feelings toward this game. Do choices matter? Regardless of choice, I currently seem to end up doing the same thing, regardless, with slightly different wording. Apparently not, or not much, or maybe at the very end. Writing. The premise is ridiculous. (laughs) The writing itself is a lot better than other badly translated novels, but I'm not really drawn in. Fun time, repeatable scenes, forced submissive and humiliation with a reversed dominance that isn't very satisfying. The writer leans into fantasy versus a solid understanding of female anatomy, which isn't always uncommon. MILFs are apparently required to have watermelons for chess. If you like feet, you may really enjoy a number of scenes the game has to offer. Mm. Way too many feet to start for me. Mm. 
There is also cheating of sorts, and the risk of getting caught fun. Gameplay Lots of clicking around the map in a way that feels grindy. Exploration can open up new content, but it really does wear after a while. The cash generation is low, unless you save scum rock paper scissors. This is the easiest method, I think. It would have been nice to skip time without jumping out to the main map and allow clicking the main map from anywhere. So many extra unneeded clicks really wears after a while. The MC is an idiot. The stupid was hard with some choices where I wanted to yell at the screen. If people have a MILF and humiliation fetish, they may like the game. I'm not sure it does anything well, but I know hitting people's fetishes can really raise the appreciation for a game. Mm. I don't think the game will do much to scratch a domination itch, as it barely brushed mine. The fact the submission and humiliation was not avoidable if you wanted the content was annoying. So, you do you, but this was definitely not for me, and I grimly work through it without joy because I just want to get it completed and filed away. I guess I lasted longer than an hour of play, so it's definitely not the worst game, but definitely not for me. Yours in this life and the next. I forgot to put his name in here. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be glad. Uh, that sounds Fine. like a guy who's... We got enough content from him anyway. Yeah, yeah we did. He uh, he seems yeah. like somebody who's really into his proclivities, and that's fine. Good good job there, guy, whoever you are. Milfy. I'm just not sure. Is it a recommend or not? Like a... Oh, that was a not recommend, uh, I think. I think so, too. Oh, but yeah, but he might have put thumbs down, but it's not like he really clarified, you know, whether this was worth buying no, or not. No, not really. Not well, I Kind of say. a rant. Uh, well, well done, Milfy like City this review reviewer. I found. Oh, you found uh, another one, that, did you? An absolutely amazing game, and I've been waiting for it for about three years, I think. It does not disappoint. <laughs> You've been waiting for this for three years? What wow. the hell, dude? It's like a Blizzard game. <laughs> Uh, He's like, Milfy City, man. Any day now, they're going to drop it. Any day. Any, any day, day I'm oh, getting Milfy City. I was in the beta. Yeah. It was awesome. I had a dream I was in Milfy City. Oh, it's <laughs> going to happen one day for me. <laughs> three years, dog. What is going on? Uh, three years, man. That guy's into it. All right, let's do some other news. A quick look at some other news we didn't cover yet. All right. I'm going to put a little music on for this so we can hurry through it. GTA 6, Rockstar has announced an announcement, as they often can do because they're Rockstar and this game prints money, uh, but not since 2012, 2013 have we had a new GTA game and they're about to announce it. So next week is the theory that we'll get a, a trailer and everything and that the game Wait, will be out next. I don't think it's next week. They announced oh. it's going to be in December. Oh, it's Oh, unless I've lost track of time and December is going to be next week. No, you make a good point. Uh, Rockstar has announced it will finally debut its highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6 reveal trailer in December of 2023. Okay, there it is. You're right. I had that wrong. However, the part I do have right is they say it'll be out next year. That game is closer than you think. Farther in some ways and closer in some ways. So next year you'll have GTA 6. Let's see what they do in Vice City. That's where it's set is the rumor. And uh, I think confirmed rumor. I don't know. Uh, Nintendo's doing another movie, this time a live-action Zelda movie, and uh, Sony's making it. I think that's funny. 
for obvious reasons. Not since the PlayStation add-on to the Super Nintendo Entertainment System have we had such a, a brave announcement about a collaboration. Nintendo and Sony together at last making films. Uh, we know nothing else about it. No casting, none of that. But they've been working on it for a while. Miyamoto's directly involved and it will be live action. So there's that. Uh, Valve is letting or looking to let you uh, porn privately. I assume. Yeah, so we just talked about uh, Milfy City. Yeah. Um, let's say that you believe yourself to be better than you are. Yeah. And you want Milfy City, but you're worried about what your friends and family who follow you on Steam might think of that. Valve is currently working on a solution that will let you keep your certain games private from yeah. friends and family so they can't see it under what you purchased or what you've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't have a single one of these except for the code I got for, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it was like, um, I don't remember the name. It was, it was kind of, it was super B tier. It wasn't like anything explicit. It wasn't super porny. It was just vaguely, vaguely porny. Yeah. It was more horror game anyway. It was like just kind of freaky imagery, but I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have a memory of it, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, uh, oh, I just had it and it went away. It was fleeting. It came past my face. It was like, Mm -hmm. ah. Well, anyway, uh, so I'm not worried about this. But for those out there who actively are into it, hey, now you can, you know, you can keep it to yourself soon. soon. Uh, Also, uh, Steam is doing a thing or uh, Valve is doing a thing. That is tempting me greatly. They're releasing an OLED update to the Steam Deck, and they are also dropping the low-end storage model. They will only have a 512 and a 1 terabyte model. Uh, it will have an OLED screen that also supports HDR. It'll have a new memory or a new kind of RAM that will provide about 7.5% better performance out of the device, but the chip and all that stuff is the same. GPU is the same, CPU is the same. Um it, they have a collector's edition that has these cool orange accents and a semi-transparent, translucent uh, body to it. And they're claiming 50% better battery life. I am very tempted to sell mine on eBay and buy that. I think I I'm going to I mean, if anybody can justify they use their Steam Deck enough. I use it every upgrade. day. Yeah, every day I, I use it, you. so I feel like I You could... are Mr. Steam Deck. I'm honestly somewhat surprised Valve didn't uh, let you try it. Maybe they will. They'll hear this. Someone there will hear this, and I'll get I'll get the first one, and they'll give me a discount, an employee discount. I don't know, but if I do it, I'll have to justify this. I'll have to sell the other one just to recoup a little bit. <laughs> But the price Justify is the same. This, I'll have to sell my house. The pr- it's got to go. <laughs> the price of the new terabyte model is the same price as the old 512 gig model. And the 512 is the same price as the old middle model, I believe. And they are still selling the old models. And those are also dropped in price. I mean, you're losing money, not upgrading. Yeah, either way, I'm losing money. <laughs> But I want to. I really want one. They look awesome. I don't. Bl- I don't blame you. Like sometimes you hear people say, like, "Oh, I need this piece of tech," and you're like, "Come on, no, you don't." I really don't. Scott, you play the Steam Deck more than I think Gabe Newell. So, <laughs> I, I think well, you should. You I, know, I, I think there's at least justification for looking into this. I do love my that device a lot. So it may happen. We'll see. I'll let you know. November sixteenth, people can buy them. 
So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's quickly get to this phone call. That's a good question. This is from a listener who uh, has a what we should call games that we play while we're also in meetings. All right, so we've been asking for that kind of, and now we have an answer. Nice short call. Here it is. It is dead center. Last show, you guys were talking about what you should call the games that Scott and myself included play during a meeting. It's real easy. Second screen games. Why don't we? Yeah, why not? Second screen games. That's it. Right? It's not that funny. That's the problem. Well, it's not funny, but it, you know, it's functional, right? Well, I think the problem is second screen games implies it's not on your second screen. It's on my though. main screen. And oh, right, right. Yeah. The game, the game is kind of taking precedence. That's the whole point. You're just barely checking in. I wouldn't want to play it on my second screen because I'd have to look over here. That's right? a really good point. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm I like with... the effort. No, I'm yeah, not. Good effort. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. effort. You're thinking about it. You understand the assignment. Mm. Um, I think I don't know that it's the home run yet. Yeah. 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 But, you know, maybe he plays it on the second screen, so it makes sense. But I don't think I mean, that's, that's a more responsible person than Scott, for sure. We've heard from somebody that's more responsible than Scott, like, no doubt. What, that's true. What, what, what would you call Because this you, is a main screen experience for Scott. It is. And the meeting is second screen. Yeah, meeting's over here. Main, yeah, so I... Uh, How about we call it a boredom killer? That's yeah. not bad. Boredom killer? How about um, meeting meeting motion? No, that's bad. Meeting, meeting improver? Me, <laughs> this meeting sucks less.com. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Uh, meeting. What's something that keeps you busy? <laughs> board games, says Icor. It's not bad. <laughs> Just call it a board game. Board, board games. This could have been an email game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like most meetings I'm ever in. Although I have so to say, to- my meetings with Greg and their team. Never boring. I don't play games when I talk to them. It's fun. <laughs> you just say that because Greg knows, you know, Greg's going to listen. Everyone I really don't. With you that also happens I to promise, to Greg, it's never your meetings. It's, it's never your meetings. Meeting. I like your meetings. Your meetings are cool. Uh, also, correction in the chat, Han, Han Sanitizer, Hans Sanitizer, sorry, says that the chip is new in the new Steam Deck. It's a six millimeter process versus a seven nanometer process. Nanometer is what I meant the first time for the chip fabrication and not the same processor. What I meant was effectively though, CPU and GPU performance have not changed. All right. So it's a little like this. It's a, it's kind of like this, um, the switch up. You're not getting a 2.0. It's not a 2.0. No, no. this is incremental thing. It's like a mid, yeah, incremental is a great way to put it. Like yeah. a mid-cycle update to yeah. But six, six under seven hundred bucks for this thing for the top-end model. It's tempting as shit. Like it was either this or the headset. I think I might go this. Oh, you should do it. You use you use it enough that I would I would support. Like if you said like yeah, I sold my other one. And I got another one. I'm like hell yeah. Yeah. I bought a Quest three, and you know it is a generational cycle, but still, it was worth the upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Are you going to sell yeah. your two, by the way? 
No, my mom's going to use it. Oh, it's nice. Put her in VR chat. She thinks it's cool because VR is like um, what's really fun. Well, I don't think she wants to do that kind of stuff. She likes the tourism. Yeah. Tourism videos and stuff like that. She thinks it's really cool. You can tell Kim that we supported your desire for a new Steam Deck more than we supported your bringing the Xbox and that monitor to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you did that. eh? I did do that. Yeah. It's still in there. It's still in there. I still use it. You did that. Yeah. I still use wow. it here and there. When I get back to to Starfield, that's that's getting cranked on again. Um, all right, that's cool. Uh, where the hell was I? Oh, we got an email real quick uh, as well. This or it's a text rather. This is uh, Carl Wilcox who wrote in. He says this one's for Core. Let me just thank you all. There are three hosts on the show. He says I like that. Oh, yeah, nice. For the hours of wonderful content you have provided for all of us. I uh, think I can speak for the community when I say you make all of our lives a little more fun. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, very nice. He then goes on to say, now to the most important question I have asked in my entire life. Pool noodle, inner tube, raft, life jacket, or floaties. How are you relaxing during a lake run? This is from Carl Wilcox. So you're in the lake. You're doing Bo's business. You got a pool noodle, inner tube, raft, life jacket, or floaties. What do you prefer? Pool noodle. I know what a pool noodle is. Pool it's a long is. floaty. Um, I know what a I know what a floaty is. It's the wristband, right? Or the, or the yeah, the, up on your shoulder, arms. like the upper arm. Yeah. yeah. What is what's the middle? What's the middle one? Inner inner tube a raft. Inner tube. What's the inner big, tube. It's a tube. Tube inside of a from a tire. So like you blow like that, that up. Okay. Old tubing game. See, I feel like Wait, tube. It and it gets really hot yeah, in the tubing. sun, so your your butt's cold in the water, but your skin's hot when you're on the tube. Yeah, totally. And John's right. It is a it's a tubing was a lot. oh I love that game that arcade game. <laughs> yeah, I right. put a lot of quarters in tubing. But I think tubing because it's like a big toilet hole. You I've know? never had a relaxing like run like the way he's suggesting. It's <laughs> no like, such it thing. Was, <laughs> I was trying to get the deed over. I was filled with shame and get the deed over as quickly as possible. Right. There's I no swam over yeah. to the area shat and swam back to a cleaner part of the lake. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say for me, and this is gonna take all the fun out of the question. I'm gonna be a big curmudgeon about this. Do it. Raft. Because I'm not shitting in a lake, and a raft will get me to land a lot faster. And even if it's an absolute critical, I'm in the middle of a giant lake, and I'm not going to make it, and nature called hard as hell, at least I'm not in the water with the raft. I'll pop a squat over the edge, and I don't have to be in that water at all. Wouldn't the inner tube be faster because you could pop a pin in it to speed you to the shore <laughs> it's only in cartoons yeah just cartoons <laughs> it's only in cartoons man doesn't work in real life but uh, uh but uh john i think i'm a hundred percent with you in all honesty that's where i i would rather lean over the edge of that thing and get to get it done in an emergency than do this in the water thing there's no way i'm not doing yeah, the water i thing. don't want to be in the same water as what happens Bo's confident that it comes out and it's like he's shitting anvils. They just go to the bottom of the lake and live happily down there forever. I am going to fully believe that I am existing in a cloud of people. And I don't want to be. We saw the video of the polar bear shitting in the water. We did? Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. Because we were like, oh, we did. You're trying to explain Uh. to me just how unhygienic it was. And then I, I, someone found a video of a polar bear shitting in the water from the water point of view 
and just that it created a giant cloud of <laughs> nightmarish cloud of shit because <laughs> it's a bear shitting. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Do I still have that in my history? <laughs> it was a we while ago. Oh, I found it. It is a long, long I found time. It. Bear I found it. In, it like, was in a. It's it's in a viewable uh, container. Uh, not container. What do they call that? A aquarium. I mean, there's yeah. probably a, more than one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here's this yeah. bear. I don't think yep. people wanted to there see this, Scott. Oh yeah, that's Nobody true. Nobody asked for this. Yeah. But, this yeah, like, see, but see, the yeah, point like, is, it's like, a huge cloud. It's not like normal. It's not the anvil idea. Oh my god, it just keeps going and going. <laughs> it's still going. I've stopped now. I've stopped showing. I mean, there's probably pieces in there, but they're probably just hanging around. Yeah, I'm with John on this. So, somebody's ever, oh, and he's put his face in it. He's like turning around and like sniffing it. Yeah. No, bears no, are gross. It's not, it's not good. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't so want to either. is I'm, my answer. I'm up on a raft. It's like that, that game, The Raft. I'm not gonna be in there if I need anything. I'll throw I mean, but a this just tells you, like, if you go, me. if you go to the bush for any reason, and you know there's bears around, that lake you swimming in, that you know bear shit, maybe a human didn't shit in it, but definitely the bears that probably put some shit in there, maybe. Okay, but like, there's things you know and there's things you don't know, and there's things that you kind of know but you pretend you don't know. If yeah. I go into the bathroom. I can pretend that nobody has ever sat on this toilet before. I know that that's not true, but in my head, I can believe that. But if somebody has been sitting on it recently and I sit down and the toilet seat is warm, that's gross because now my perception is shattered by the fact that the toilet seat is now warm. Yeah, you got someone's butt sweat all over your butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You basically had sex with them. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> basically the same thing. Like, why don't I go drink a Coca-Cola? It's full of pee. Like, it's just, it's one of those facts <laughs> in life. Uh, it's, you know, there's just these things in life that you can pretend are okay. But every now and then when you get evidence, you just don't, you don't want it. And uh, I can pretend that lakes are fine until yeah. I'm told that a Canadian man's pooping in it. And yeah, I know. All right. All right, all right. Why wouldn't Greg Street want to hook his wagon to my star? Really? <laughs> yeah, this is what it's about. Good Lord. This is hard-hitting stuff, man. It is hard-hitting stuff. Um, all right, nicely done. By the way, both this text and that email, or that voicemail, came to 801-471-0462. Keep those coming. We love your texts. We love your voicemails. Never stop. All right, we're going to get out of here. Before we do, some brand-new patrons joined us, and I'd like to call them out. Matt Cordero, Evan Ooh. Bewley, Sean yes. Myers, yeah, and David Price. You know what? The Price yeah. is right with David Price. You guys are awesome. Thanks for joining us this week because that means you are now on tap to get no commercials or ads of any kind ever. You'll get pre-show content and post-show content every week. Post-show is usually a little short, but pre-show is nice and beefy. Big, beefy pre-show. Mm-hmm. Monthly benefits. I sent out some video game card uh, art this, this month. You guys are going to love it. It's that disgusting giant Mario with his shirt off, just out in the sun with a hairy back. Did you guys see that one? Did I? Did you have man, you guys seen it? Yeah, that's my Mario man. Yeah, right there. that that <laughs> one went out in a nice five by five print. And uh, if you're on that level, you're getting that in the mail. There's so many great reasons to sign up, and so few reasons not to. So get in there at Patreon.com/slash/CoreShow. Uh, everything else can be found at FrogPants.com/slash/Core, and we'll be back at it next week. Now, before we get out of here, 
Let's pass it over to Fast Grandma. Last week she hauled ass. Let's see if she can do oh, that again. Shit. Fast Grandma, let's go. Yeah, no one say I kept you on here unnecessarily. Let's go. Let's fly through this. World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, and Classic, Diablo 4, Robocop, Ooblets, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite OG, Power Wash Simulator, WWE 2K23, Hardcore WoW, For the King 2, Like a Dragon, Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name, Sea of Thieves, Diablo 4, Battle, B- Baldur's Gate 3, not Battlegrounds, <laughs> nobody played that shit, With the Boys is what Bo did, that's it, that's the game. <laughs> With the Boys. With the boys. Uh, I like that that's a game unto itself. With the boys. All right. Yep. That's all correct. Nicely done. I somehow wonder if by doing it that fast, we negate the purpose of having us repeat them anyway, but it's fine with me. And I think we should like, Gosh, dang it. Now I've got to listen to this 30 seconds of the show over and over again. Yeah. Now they got to keep going back. Five minutes back or it's five seconds back, five seconds back. It's fine. Make them do, make them do a little bit of the work, but that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week with more. We hope you guys have a fantastic gaming week. And we will see you then. Get more at frogpants.com. For all the marbles.